<laughs> Live from studio, what is studio number are we now? Studio A. Studio A. On top studio of the Spectrum building. On the second floor of nowhere. <laughs> Welcome to Talking Biz, new radio media's best show on a beautiful rainy day. How are you, Paul? Wait a second, who rated us best show? Well, do you want to be second best? Well, I guess we're the best show on Saturday morning. We're always the best show. On Saturday morning. Here I don't know. Radio I get media. text messages all the time. Love you and Paul. Love you better than Paul. Love you and Paul. Tell your wife to stop that's not doing even, that. That's not who's sending the messages. <laughs> Tell your wife to stop doing that because you do. Hey, Peter, welcome back. We you missed were you in NYC. New York. Yeah, you were in New York last week. Beautiful weekend. New York. Beautiful days. Uh, not too much moisture, which was great. Um, 42nd Avenue, always hot. And uh, going 42nd Avenue is always hot. 42nd Avenue. So if you're there in December, it's going to be hot. Always, always hot. Tony, we got to go to 40. Whatever. And we're yeah, we'll go there and see. You if know, it's hot. and as you know, when you and I travel together, yep. uh, of course, the theater district was just unbelievable. The marquees up on those big buildings like that, unbelievable. It's just been great. I love New York. My spouse does not. <laughs> okay. I love it. All right. So, so you can stay there, and she can go to Cleveland. Cleveland. Now, there you go. Cleveland. The three-hour trip to nowhere. No, don't call Cleveland. I know. Wait a second. You're, yeah, we you're used just to call Cleveland. It, we used to call Wait it the mistake on the lake, but now then well, we that call was Detroit. Well, that on the, the Cuyahoga River, the river that burned. I used to go there all the time in the flats. That's before they fixed the flats. That was in the I used late to go 80s. To, I used to go to Strongville, Twinsburg, yeah. you know, all the big-name towns. Yeah, I, go, I used to go to Ishpeming. 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 So, you know, um, the colors are really unique here. Colors and are the colors, you know, I just yeah, love man. the colors. Did you notice? I fly back into, you know, Metro Airport. Yeah. And I, what is this that we're listening to? And you're listening live to music at New Radio Media. Wait a second. The leaves the leaves turn more colors than brown. Have you been up north lately? Have I been? No. Excuse me. You've been to New I'm, York? I, I, New I can't. York. i got to fly over nor, up okay. north. Well, sir, first of all, I, you, I, you're st- I see you're still doing the Sam Bernstein commercials. No, I, I moved up to Jeffrey. Okay, that brace. Okay. okay get your <laughs> That's what I told come. everybody in New York. <laughs> I'm in the actor's guild. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a stand-in. <laughs> By the way, we're going all over the place. Leaves but, are turning up north. Yeah, and, 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 you know, I think Kelsey uh, was up north just recently. Is your mic on there, young lady? Uh, yep, she's up north all the way So tell north. us about the colors up north. See, no browns. They're beautiful colors. They're not brown. Wait. Let her speak, would you? Not so yet. See? Not yet. So you're, you're advanced. Well, so by you, next you, week, you, they you, will you be. You need to play. They all may the be leaves on the ground. are orange, red, green. You need to do the leaves are colorful, not all the leaves are orange. You played the wrong music. Well, you know, this is a big day in Michigan, believe it or not. Yeah, there's a hockey game. Yeah, right. There's a big day. This is a big day in Michigan, um, up in East Lansing. You know, what, for are they those of you, football? What, they, uh, they, look, uh, oh, the, football. The stadium opens at ten. The parking lots open at football. seven. And um, I'm in a silly mood today. Co- I know you are so good. I am yeah. so proud Too of you. Too much Coca-Cola. Coca. <laughs> I'm Coca-Cola. bouncing off the wall. Well, you, it's I, all right. Um, I was wide awake it. at four. I have a stand-in in the other room. He'll come and do sports for the next he hour. He can come in. Hey, you know, we'll invite him in the second half. I want to talk. Second half, anyway. So go ahead. But anyway, um, you the were colors, not in New York. No, oh, you were in New York. I was in New York okay. uh, for international meetings and. Uh, but Kel- H- the Kelsey, color- shut your mic oh, off. Wait a minute. I, wanna, I like oh, when you she like laughs. Your mic? Okay. I like when she laughs. You can be the I want to stay on Michigan for one more minute with Kelsey. Okay. Where in northern Michigan were you? And don't just say my relatives. <laughs> okay. So for people that don't know, that that's uh, 127 and uh, 75 blending together. You okay. used to work at AAA and do those maps. So I- <laughs> 
the yellow uh, marker. Oh, you take this and you take it, and then page yeah. two. Remember the triptychs? God. You guys don't remember that. These no. were maps. Little maps, you flipped yeah. them over every quarter mile. I'll take a left so, at 23. Don't forget but there's a detour anyway, at 24. Anyway, so Harrison, so um, did you travel around or just stay at the family uh, uh, facility? Oh, okay. Which one did you like, cabin one or cabin two? Cabin, cabin one. one. Okay. Main cabin. The main, that's the one with the heat. How did you rank? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Really? First class stuff. I don't know. Ethan and I go camping, and, you know, we sleep outside. It's like five above. Yeah, because your wife is sleeping inside, and she doesn't like you snoring. No, her, her idea <laughs> definition is camping is Holiday Inn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holiday Inn? Come on now. All right, so a lot of things have been happening. Thanks, Kels. A lot of things have been happening. You know, um, we had the Hurricane Michael. Yes. And when Hurricane Michael came into being, um, it really benefited, in some respects, Michigan in uh, Harrison Township with Selfridge Air Force Base. Because at Selfridge, we got the EA Joint Star aircraft, which is... A surveillance target attack radar system aircraft that... Uh, I was just talking about that at lunch yesterday. Yeah, I bet you were, you know, just like I figured you would. Okay. But <laughs> we moved a whole section of a base to Selfridge, and they may be housed here now for quite a while. And when we take a look at some of the other military bases down in the Panhandle that have come to Michigan and to the Midwest to move aircraft, some of these people are going to be here two, three years now. So that economy change... Is going to be great. I mean, how many planes did they move? Well, we move eight of the uh, E-8s, first of all. Then from a, another base, not to be mentioned, we move uh, fighter jets over. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, okay. But the E-8. I feel safer now. Well, the E-8 is a very unique. It's a Northrop Grumman aircraft. And, yeah, I, uh, I like the I E-7 mean, better. I bet you did. Yeah, it I flew a little did. better. It was I easier to you. fly. Yeah. So can you tell me the engines on the E-8? Yeah, they're GE engines. No, they were Pratt Whitney. No, That's no, okay. they replaced them with GE. Yeah, so GE funny. model G- number 37-42A. So <laughs> 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 what is this? So but, do you know what the, today is? Today's Saturday. No, do you know what today is? Today's day after Friday. No, today's sweetest day. You didn't buy me anything, sweetie. Today is sweetest day. And it's, Where are my flowers? And my question is to you, is it celebrated throughout the United no, States? No, it's a Hallmark holiday. So how far is it celebrated? It goes all the way from Michigan to North Carolina. There's a street number 34 that cuts out in North Carolina. How about those? Yep, yep. Yeah, you know, sweetest way, the holiday, of course. You know, it's a Midwestern United States, part of the Northeastern United States. Okay. And, of course, Northern Florida. Yes, it's that wonderful day to share romantic deeds. Okay, so do me a favor. Let me make an announcement. I'm sweetless. Hold on a second. You're sweetless? If you want to be my sweetie. What are you doing for your mother? Wait a second. Wait. Wait. You have a mom to celebrate with. I don't. Let me make this public service. This ought to be real good. I have a public service announcement. Public service announcements by New Radio Media. If you're looking for a sweetheart on Sweetest Day, I'm available. We'll call 844-9999-9249. Or text me <laughs> and say you'd like to be my sweetie tonight. I got a, a Halloween party. I'm going Lone Ranger tonight. Hello. On, on Are you Eel, Brace Beamer? The Gross Eel Country Club tonight. Are um, you taking which bridge? I, I don't know. I'm being driven. I'm getting picked up. Well, that's the whole I'm being a special <laughs> guest at a very fancy Halloween party tonight. Very fancy, huh? Yes. What is your definition? Well, I'm glad you brought up Halloween. I'm, gl- you know, since we're jumping all over the place. Yeah, this show is going all over the place. Halloween, like ping pong. Okay, wait your turn. A minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The ball all right. Here. So here okay. you go. Halloween. Halloween. Okay. okay. Just a minute. Well, let me talk a little bit here. No, so anyways, you're not talking. Do you know we have a day Halloween. tomorrow? Wait, did you forget about our day tomorrow night? Wait a minute. Wait, do you know we have a day tomorrow night? Tomorrow's what? Sunday night. Uh huh. You know what we got? 
Mm. Can I say violinist? Do you remember that? Mm. Violinist. Mm. Four o'clock. Yes. Yes, I know. Okay, just remind me. But they're not playing violins because she looked it up. And she said, oh, she got all goofed up. Who's she? Who's she? she? Your wife? The great Carrie. Oh, oh, she's Carrie. I'm going to protect you and defend you. Um, Tomorrow night is the violinist. But she thought it was the pianist playing the two young pianists. No, we're, there's violin. a bunch of like four or five violinists. We're right. going together. We're going to go. That? Four o'clock. I've got it down for tomorrow. I'm picking up my mother for Swedish Day on Sunday. Very good. Yes. So, here okay. you go. thought you forgot about the violinist. We, no, we didn't forget about it. How do you put a it? piano on your shoulder? We've got to talk to Carrie. It's tough in a marching band, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it's such a bear, I tell you. All right. Halloween. Go ahead. All right. Trick or treat. Smell my feet. Give me something good to eat. Did you get all this? Are you listening to this? Are you, what did you have this morning? You know what? So I fell asleep early last night. I had a great night's sleep. Next thing I know, I wake up wide awake at 4.30. So now I'm thinking. <laughs> That's a dangerous <laughs> How spot. do I kill time between? <laughs> I wanted to be at the office at 6.30. I had a lot of work to catch. So I had two hours to catch. So I said, let's see. Where can I get breakfast? So guess where I went for breakfast? At that hour? Yeah. Greens. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the problem is I showed up a little later. I waited till 6 o'clock because that's when they start breakfast. So I was there at 5 to 6. Yeah. And the overnight crew was there. And they were falling asleep on the counter. And I'm telling right. the girls, stay up, girls. You got five more minutes. You can make it. You can make You're it. the coach. The breakfast chef walks in at 30 seconds to 6. And the last thing she wanted to do was cook me breakfast. Yeah, you go. But she cooked me a nice breakfast. All right. So okay. Halloween. And Coca-Cola. That's what got me going. I know. What was your, when you were growing up, not today. Did when I you, grow up? Wait a second. I'm when a you Toys R Us kid. When I you were, grow well, up. I'll do it this way. When you were shorter than your current height. I can't get any shorter. Five foot six. Come on now. When I was four foot two. Go and ahead. You would, and you I would hike through the beautiful streets of Southfield. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite Halloween candy? Gosh. That you like. That you like. Not I, what your folks gave I out. I always liked Kit Kats. All right. Now, what did your folks hand out? They handed out a lot of things. They bought a bunch of miniatures like Milky Ways and all that stuff. And the problem is they used to buy it a month in advance, and we kill it by the first week. So you gave out wrappers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we gave out M&M. Yeah, okay. uh, OB but, twice. but Kit Kats yeah. are your favorite? The Kit Kats were my favorite. Okay. Tony, what was your favorite Halloween candy when you were young trick-or-treating? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I don't know. I always like the little mini Hershey bars. It's either that or the uh, the Crunch Bars. Those were good, too. I, I was like a, those, yeah, too. The, yeah, the little yeah. rice crisps in them. I like the Mr. Good Bar. You like the bigger nuts? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got the crispy little nuts, which is like the rice shit. No part of me. And then you got yeah, no. the bigger nuts and the Mr. Good Bars. Don't they have the bigger nuts? Well, you yeah. can get almonds. <laughs> you can so. get the Hershey right. almonds. Mr. Good Bars have bigger nuts. So, when, <laughs> what are you thinking, guys? When I'm you were about nuts. All right, so in the days <laughs> before people were going crazy, um, listen, wait, did you listen crazy. to that in the other room? Listen, going did you, crazy. Did you wait, listen to this wait, in the wait, other room? People, ah. people going crazy. Wait, we talked about bigger nuts because the crispy things have like rice shit, don't they? Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait let's get back to here. Did you ever get like those uh, round <laughs> popcorn balls? Yeah. <laughs> you have the caramel gra- wrapped up yeah. in like paper? Right. Who would eat those things? Well, that's the whole thing. So now they're they're Wrapped saying paper. Okay. Halloween's big nuts. Healthy okay. Halloween recipes, you know. <laughs> All right, go, let's go. 
Okay. How about a, a frozen? Hey, you're listening to Talking Biz here on RadioMedia.com. We're talking Halloween candy. At 11 minutes after the hour, no less. Boy, no, we haven't turned, even rolled into the show. Into, I'm just trying to get rid of the trivia right, question. Well, I'm trying to figure here. Okay. <laughs> so what other items did you get in the bag? Non- Non-candy? Candy. Okay. We used to go down to a house that had cotton candy. Okay. So that was cotton candy. They had cotton candy. We had a neighbor that served hot dogs. Really? Yeah, they served hot dogs. They opened the, 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 the garage, and they, they mm-hmm. were grilling hot dogs, and people would stop there. It was cool because it was the stop for the parents. Well, we did that in our sub, but yeah. we started off in a garage, and it was all decorated. So we had the pizzas for the kids and everything like that. And then just before they would go out, we'd send the parents out around the area to be at certain key spots for visu- you know, visual. And uh, kids got flashlights, and the way they went. And uh, it, at the what we called the eyebrow cul-de-sacs, mm-hmm. like in ours, we had a high-top table. We had wine and beer for the adults, and then the candy for the kids lined up. Well, I went to Gross Point a couple years ago, and they were giving massages in one dry garage. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> Facials in another house. <laughs> It was a high-end high Halloween. Did yeah. any of the houses, like, you know, when you spread your bag out when you were like eight or eight, nine Spread your bag out. Like yeah, when you I got know, home and yeah, on the, when you got home on, on the, the kitchen floor. table. Well, we never did. We don't. And my dad would say, you don't like these, you don't like these, you don't like these. Okay. Well, my dad never did that. My yeah. brother would come over and say. You have two brothers. Which brother? Well, Michael would come over and say, hmm, let's negotiate a trade. You know, Makes, I want this candy bar this for Michael's this candy bar. Michael's the lawyer, so Mike can't you lawyer. sign releases on candy bars? But we also got a lot of coins. <coughs> you got uh, a lot of coins. We'd get like over dollar, dollar fifty and change. Yeah. People, a lot of back then, a lot of people put money in the bag, mm-hmm. and uh, so we did that. And let's see what else we would get. That we got apples. Apples were a big those thing. Those were, you know, those were good years before ago. people before they put nuts. razor blades. You know, before people got stuff. stupid. Yeah, yeah. When did, when did people Just become stupid. stupid? What year was that? Well, let's see. The seventies, they got stupid. Eighties, yeah. putting stuff some of in it and some other candy. things. So anyway, um, Halloween's coming up shortly. You know, it'll be here in a week and a half. And I'm celebrating uh, tonight. I'll tonight. give you the saddest statistical piece of history. On Halloween, more people are killed as pedestrians, the kids, than at any other day in the year. Yeah, because they're running across the streets and it's and dark people aren't and, paying and attention. And they have masks on and they can't see. Well, it's not even that. The drivers, some of these drivers go through streets like it's uh, a dragway. Yeah, that's And that's the sad thing. So, you know what other night it is? You know what one of the biggest nights it is? For Halloween, you yeah, mean? Yeah, you know what? I'm going to keep getting. What is one of the biggest nights for something on Halloween? Do you guys understand? You know what it is? Kelsey, do you know what the biggest night it is for Halloween? It's, yeah, it's the end it's, of the month. It's the number one pizza delivery night. Really? Yes. Wow. It's the number one pizza night. Is Halloween for who? Well, the pe- parents order because they don't want to cook, so pizza is. Well, that's what delivered. we used to do yeah, for that. Pizza is delivered on Halloween. Actually, Super Bowl is big, but I was going to say I would have thought Super, Super Bowl. Super Bowl is yeah. big, but Halloween is one of their top delivery nights. Right? Yeah, parents start getting ready to hand out candy, and they don't want to cook, and so they get pizza. Hmm. Very mm-hmm. interesting. Okay, so who's your favorite pizza? Delivered. Funny you say. Delivered. Funny you delivered. say that. Delivered. I, I had one delivered last night. Well, you lie down early. You I had was food tired. delivered. I was really tired. Um, and this is Friday a, it's night been for a, you. It's been a crazy week. Uh, they're all crazy. But it was really interesting. Last night I had like a, a light dinner. Not even dinner. I just had like part of an appetizer. And about 8.30 I was hungry. And I'm not getting dressed to go out. Uh-huh. So here's the delivery. Now, this is, you might think I'm weird, but sometimes the beverage dictates where I order. If I felt like Coke. But I don't drink Coke late at night. But so I... 
ordered a Jet Square pizza. To me, the Jet Square pizza rivals any pizza if it's done right. It's a great product. Ethan, are you listening to this? Okay. Now, if I want a round pizza and I want a flavored crust, then I get a little Hungry Howie's butter cheese crust. Now, what I have on my pizza is very important. Oh, God. They have to have green olives at a pizza place. So I have. That's not a big deal. I have. Well, last night I had meatballs, mushroom, and green olives. What? Very good. Yeah. A standard is pepperoni first. Have I ever done anything standard? Standard is pepperoni. <laughs> yeah, mushrooms. Mushrooms. Yeah, and then you pepper. can add on something else. You order a veggie, green pepper. That's that's that, the that's the third most popular pizza yeah. in pizzas. Okay. Yeah, if you look at the top ten pizzas ordered. I'm looking on the board for the top ten pizzas on the board. Okay. Mm-hmm. So where's barbecue chicken? Barbecue chicken started at California Pizza Kitchen. They were the first barbecue pizza kitchen. Kitchen, kitchen. I'm not a fan. Kitchen, I, kitchen. I like I, that. You know who had a good one? That would be a good restaurant, kitchen, kitchen. Kitchen, kitchen. Where and, are you going to so, kitchen, kitchen? Yeah, to have breakfast, breakfast. That's right. And yeah. lunch, lunch with mom, mom. Oh, man, this show is going great because I got into the 18th. You know what, <laughs> you know what my goal was? Oh. I reached 817 without an old trivia question. See? <laughs> I am so proud of you. I am so proud of you. So while Paul is sarcastically okay, thinking okay. of what we're going to come up no, with no, for no, trivia, no, 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 we're going to no, take no. this. I'm going to I'm going to go find my trivia questions, folks, on this day in history. Uh-oh. So you're listening to New Radio Media. This is Talking Biz. Do you want to see things like this? Did you just say you died? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, technically. Or maybe even something like this. We'll do nothing but destroy your corpses and burn them all for my dogs. Your dogs are gone. And sometimes, a little of this. We need to have a talk. <laughs> I take my axe and I smash it. No! <laughs> and check out Podquesters, the show where we tackle ghoulish goblins, fiendish foes, and dangerous tricks. Oh, like the singer? No, the dragon creature. Oh. Anyways, Podquesters, Fridays, only on NewRadioMedia.com. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Skatetainment Weekly on New Radio Media. Turtle power! A new Northwestern medicine study concludes that you can improve your overall health and quality of life by doing these two simple things. Spend less time in front of the TV and computer and eat more fruits and vegetables, and that's all. By starting with these relatively small steps, it becomes a lot easier over time to make major lifestyle changes. And in many cases, people find that the time away from the TV or computer is best spent taking walks or working in the garden. In other words, when you're not chained to your sofa, you'll almost naturally want to move around and be more active. And that, in turn, helps promote a healthier you. After as few as three weeks of avoiding temptation to sit around, the people involved in the study found that they didn't want to return to their lazy ways, even when they were told they could do so and would continue to be paid for the research. 86% of the patients said that once they made the change, they decided to maintain it. So give it a try. You may surprise yourself. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. And welcome back to Talking Biz on a lovely Saturday morning, rainy Saturday morning. Rainy Saturday morning. So here you go. We're talking about Michigan and all the different things going on. All right. So have you been to uh, Crane Orchards in Fenville, Michigan? And why are they so popular right now? I have to say I've never been there. All right. In Fenville, Michigan. Are you going to take me there? In Fenville, Michigan. Where's Fenville? 
in Michigan. Okay. <laughs> they have a 20-acre corn maze. Really? 20 acres. All cut and ready for people to go get that spooky adventure. And how about in New Salem? Uh, they ha- uh, This is in Dorm, Michigan, actually. The New Salem corn maze is there. And, of course, uh, we'll make it closer to home in Manchester, Michigan. Uh, the Elber Orchard and Cider Mill, um, they have uh, all kinds of games and things going on. Now, Traverse City is a little different. Traverse City has the zombie run. So you get in costume. You get to do the run there. Uh, Muskegon's Halloween ice show is going on, or the Bay Harbor's uh, Trunk and Treat in the village. So, What do you go uh, to the door and say, Trunk or Treat? Trunk or Treat, okay. yeah. Now, the adults can step out to enjoy a night of dancing at the Yipsy Glow in Ypsilanti. Or the spirited celebrations discovering the famous uh, the Reds of October at the Leland Peninsula wineries. So all around Michigan, watching colors activities for the next ten days are going to just be great. You know, wow. so yeah. Wow. How about that? Have you been to a cider mill yet? I Other have. than when I took you to Franklin, I've been. Uh, here's what I do: I go to Franklin and some. Well, that doesn't count because that's the neighborhood Franklin cider. But I mean, that's the a best cider, Franklin mill. cider mill. But that's a yeah. Cider but the mill. other ones with orchards. Fourteen dollars for two donuts and a pint. How can you go wrong? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how can you go wrong? Armed robbery. Armed robbery. But you enjoyed it. It was good. Could you do it again? I do. Because it's around the block. Lift up your arms. (laughs) It's around the block. So, you know, it was a good week this week. Let me me say a little recap of this week. Uh, Thursday night, Tommy Hearn celebrated his 60th birthday. Happy birthday, Tommy. Tommy, yeah. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. It's time for, we're going to do birthdays too. Well, hold on I got birthdays too. Let me finish what happened Thursday night. It was a nice little celebration. Yes. Want to thank Jason Brown of Public City PR. Jason mm-hmm. got some TV crews there and everything. Good. And I became a Channel 2 Fox reporter. Thursday wait a minute. Night. Wait a minute. That, you, our contract says you don't go to work I for another I was number. allowed to do it for Tom's birthday, Tommy's birthday. And uh, it played on about quarter to 12 after Thursday Night Football. But I also would like to wish Jason Brown and his lovely wife a happy 17th anniversary Good. today. Good. So do you yes. know whose birthday it is today? Yeah. Orville Wright. No. Whose birthday? Orville Wright. Right or wrong? No, Orville Wright of the Wright Brothers. Yes. His cousin Vinny's birthday. Okay, good. How about Mickey Mantle? Remember me, Mickey Mantle? Yes, Major I League do. Baseball's yes, Hall of Famer, yes. New York Yankees? Yes, I put Mickey up on All right, now, how about Snoop Dogg? Celebrating his birthday. I'm now, what's New York his real name? That's uh, the question. What honky, is, honky Boy. No. What is Snoop Dogg's I'm real honky name? I, lo- I love when people change their name to these yeah. crazy names. Calvin yeah. Broadus. Yeah. How about that? I knew that. Born 1971. Young boy. And John Krasinski. Yeah. Great actor, writer, director, The Office, The Quiet Place, and others. All right, so this day in history. You ready? Okay, this day in history. In 1947, Congress investigates Mm -hmm. Reds in Hollywood. You know that Red Scare, the communists and everything, and they were going to blackball all these people? Mm -hmm. Well, that's when the whole thing started. And then also in 1947, these are big years, radio rights for the World Series sells for $475,000 for a three-year contract. Not compared to today. Wow. All right, 1977. Three members of the Southern rock band Leonard Skinner die in a Mississippi plane crash. Sweet home Alabama. They did that, you know that. Yeah, yeah. Mm Okay. In 1987. Yeah. Donna Summers recorded her very her first album for yep. this label. Yep. What was the label? Uh, they made round records. Ooh. What was the name of the label? Uh, I don't remember the okay. label. Okay. Geffen. It was David Geffen's Geffen, label. Geffen, yeah. Geffen, Geffen. Yeah. 
Okay, so now, knowing all those wonderful little things. Everything you always wanted to know in trivia. Well, yeah, you know, trivia, mm -hmm. birthdays. Um, if you got a birthday, you got to call into Paul, let him know, text him a message. He'll be left out of the crowd if he doesn't hear from you. Mm -hmm. um, so what does Detroit and Windsor have in common with Danny Gilbert? Dan Gilbert's opening an office there. He's going to put 50 people in downtown Windsor. And he might increase it to 100 people because mm. he wants to hire tech people from Windsor and have the connection from Windsor. And what was the other reason that he decided to do that? Because he loved to go through the bridge and tunnel. To avoid the bridge and tunnel. Yeah. The people that lived in Windsor that were coming to yeah. the United States every day, uh, this was an opportunity to show them that he respected the opportunities of the Canadian government and what they have to offer. And taking over uh, the old former fish market loop building at, at Chatham and Ferry Streets there in Windsor, uh, rehabilitating it to give these 50 tech workers. And it's interesting, we keep using the word tech workers. This has nothing to do with Quicken. This is all on the tech side now to build up this whole new family of IT. Well, it's it's he's huge in IT. I mean, he's, well, he's that's large, what people don't realize. He, he's huge in IT. Listen, when Dan decided to go mostly online stuff and do mortgages online, he, he was way advanced. He's the first one who signed a $10 million contract with EDS uh, several years ago. It was a million dollars a year for 10 years, and people said, what is he doing? And he was advanced. He was ahead of his time. So do you see um, – Windsor, Windsor's been challenged lately. You know, we look at Detroit on its growth pattern and everything. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about some other communities mm -hmm. later. But do you see where um, Windsor now, this is like maybe a shovel in the ground for future growth? Not as much as you think as far as office space. But there's other things. You know, marijuana became legal there this week. Correct. So there's been a lot of people driving over there. The only issue is if they get caught with it in their system coming over, they will be turned back to Canada. So the feds are really watching that because they don't want everyone running over to Windsor to smoke pot. Um, though I believe it will pass here on this next election and be legal here for recreational let's say, use. Well, let's, let's take marijuana away from the picture okay. for a minute. I don't see Windsor. Windsor's going to come back for other reasons. Um, but what happened is Windsor is competing against now a strong Detroit. You know, before Detroit had all these restaurants and everything and had all the stuff going on, the young people would go to Windsor, mostly to drink underage. And they still get a little bit of that. But at the end of the day, there's more hip places in Detroit. So Windsor had a little rise. Windsor's gone up and down, you know, and had cycles. You know, I think, I think Windsor will come back in different ways, but not like it used to be. All right. When you say different ways, though, I mean, years ago, going back into the 70s, mm -hmm. Windsor got hot with Devonshire Mall. Yeah. Everybody went to Windsor. They shot out to the mall. They still had the racetrack. Yep. So they also had that benefit to them. And <laughs> um, shopping in downtown Windsor for the high-end goods. Used to be China. And there was, Very there was the name so. of that store. There was a uh, China store. That Correct. To, My mom used to go there all the time. Mm -hmm. And... Um, all of the beautiful crystal and the, and the dishes, everything, uh, and was shipped into the United States. Well, and then the other reason was because the dollar exchange was so big. You know, I used to go to, for years, Freed's, the men's clothing right. store. People would go over there, and they'd get their money back and file it, and you end up, you well, end up spending like thing. 40 cents on a dollar you'd save on, on suits and mm -hmm. all that stuff. You would do that. But at the end of the day, um, you know, really, I can't remember the last time I went to Windsor. You know, used to go, you know, they had the first lead with the casinos. 
And then they lost it when they went not smoking. They lost a lot of people to Detroit as far as the casinos. Then they just had the big casino strike. So I don't remember. I went to Windsor two years ago when the cousin of the Tunnel Barbecue family opened another restaurant called Tommy's. Okay. Went over there, and then I got food poisoning uh, <laughs> on chicken. So I didn't run back to Tommy's on that. But you know what? I, I hope Windsor comes back. It's a nice, clean little town. All right, have but you, it's not like it all right, Have you gone to. All right, so when you go take the tunnel and you come out, have you gone to Walkerville to take the train to Toronto? No, never taken a train to Toronto. Okay, well, that's something you really should do. I mean, that's all we have. Gesund. <laughs> well, that's Gesund. That's Gesund. That's Gesund. That's Gesund. You know, I, I, but we take the train. Um, yeah, I take the train to Clarksville. No, we take the train to Toronto all the time, and it's great because you get into downtown Toronto, you go to the Royal York Underground, and basically what makes Toronto so unique is, and we'll talk about it for a minute, is you got 16 miles of walking underground in Toronto. You don't have to come up top in the dead of winter. Because of the winter. They wanted that. They were That's smart. right. And, and they could... Mm-hmm. You, you could... Gosh, I don't know what the deal uh, do is. Do I have the bucket down there? Allergies. So you go, I don't know. No, no, no. Just allergies. I don't know. Yeah. I'm the truth. What are you wearing? You're, I'm allergic to you today. You're, you want to wear this? Right here? No, you can have the brace. <laughs> Leave it on. Uh, we're moving along. Ethan, he's taking the brace off. Yeah. Come get him. Okay. But no, t- t- we're going to have to take you on a trip to Toronto. Okay. Uh, just to get you away from all of this stuff. It's also, for those sports fans out there, Hockey Hall of Fame. Yes. Is located in Toronto. Yes, they, and, have, they uh, have famous pucks there. It, yes, they do. And, of course, Eaton Center, which is a great uh, area mm-hmm. to be at by the Marriott Hotel. And we Hotel. must be talking Toronto for some reason. Well, we're not. We're just okay. kind of guide-pathing a little bit because I'm going to come back. Uh, you know, when we when we come back in the second half of the first hour of the show, yeah. um, there are some very serious things I do need to talk about. Um, we're going to get serious? We, we are for a little bit. We're going to talk about a couple things. We're okay. going to talk about second careers for people. Okay. All right? Mm-hmm. Another thing we're going to talk about, unfortunately, is the Sears challenges I'm of the future. I'm looking at it right now. I've been I know, but that, yeah, we're not going to yeah. talk about it yeah, yet yeah, because yeah. we only have a few moments left. Okay. But we're going to talk about Sears in the next half hour. And then mm-hmm. after that, um, I want to talk about things we look at as a, for employees on team playing together in a job atmosphere, okay. Um, three key components that we that we need to really utilize to be successful. We're going to and class. We're going to class, okay. and then of course, um, in between all that, there's some heavy activity between Woodward and Greenfield on a major highway, yep. on a major road. So mm-hmm. we're going to tour a lot of different aspects today and uh, do a lot of different things. But um, while I was away in New York and I left you in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, you were having a pretty good time with a guy named Glenn Hirsch. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. Look at look at look. All you right. Know. Yeah. Now I get my dead air. Yeah. Glenn was no, in the studio. No. No. But thank no. God we got him out of here. Le- no, you know no. we got the let dust me, and clean. Let me tell you, it's funny. You get thirty you know, seconds or forty-five. Glenn. So. Glenn has jumped on board about two months now. Yeah, we brought him. And it's crazy. He he is on fire. And we had him in the studio, but the funny thing about it... He doesn't smile on the mic. we got to work no, on this no, man. No, no. I mean, it's funny. He, he's been here all this time. Yeah. He didn't realize there was a camera on him for two hours. <laughs> 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 so, oh. so he's, so he's, he's going to do another show with us. Well, we'll you know, give him a little he's, bit of he's practice. He's going to do a boxing show. We, we talked man. about it, you know. Box them a little bit yeah, He'll box, folks, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, There'll be oranges yeah. in the room. We'll have yeah. some apples. He He'll can even boxing. do the bananas. So... Um, I'm glad that you've joined us for that first 30 minutes of fast time here at New Radio Media Talking Biz. Uh, We're going to find some scripts for the second half of this first hour, and we'll see you shortly. 
Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Detroit. It's the home of some of the world's most talented artists. It's where techno and Motown were born. It's a city where you can experience raw, untamed rock and roll. I'm Ben Rose, and I'm inviting you to join me weekday afternoons from 4 to 5 for the Motor City Juke Joint. I'll have interviews with musicians, info on what's going on around town, and a playlist curated by me just for you. It's all right here on NewRadioMedia.com. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me. Just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Walled Lake. Welcome back to New Radio Media Talking Biz on a beautiful fall day here. You know, the uh, days are going so quickly now. You know, it's it's funny how you look by 435, it's starting to get dark out. Yeah. And before you know it, at the end of the month, we're going to do that famous time change. So by 430, it will be dark. Yeah. And are you going to sleep on me? Yeah. No, I had the high. I mean, now I'm just. I mean, I know you were you were showing I off. Bouncing off. You the were walls. showing off your Stringer reporter, uh, yeah, you know, little yeah, thing there yeah. on your uh, screen there. Yeah. It's so nice to go against the competition here, you know, at New Radio Media. I thought you worked for New Radio Media. I do, I do. What, what do you mean? Yeah, I do, I do. I was asked. Listen, these these TV channels. I hope they're not listening. They've cut their budget, so they send out a cameraman, and he has a mic sitting there. Mike so the cameraman. I grabbed okay. the mic and I introduced Tommy for his birthday. So okay. how did give us a role play of how you did that? So they were we had a, a, a international photographer taking pictures of him upstairs at Lully's. The party was downstairs. They took him upstairs to take pictures, and Fox Two was there, and they were just taking camera shots. So I said, "Do you mind if I introduce Tommy and take over the mic?" He says, "Go, I would love it." So we did the thing, and I said, this is Paul Benzman reporting from, for Fox 2. From no, wait a minute, Sinners. wait a minute. You didn't do it like, hi, this is Paul Benzman. No, I did it. We were so we were want a role play. So I, I, I want to see said, you here. do. I said, we're I'm here. paying you all this okay. big money. Okay, here we go. This is great. Ladies okay. and gentlemen, take one with Paul uh, Benzman. I just grabbed the mic and said, hi, the Paul Benzman reporting. Here's, we're celebrating Tommy Hearns' 60th anniversary. He's at Lully's on the Greens. And Tommy, you want to say a few things? He says a few things, and I said, thank you. This has been Paul Benzman reporting for Fox 2 from Farmington Hills. And then I get a call from the union. I bet you did. <laughs> okay. I bet you did. <laughs> okay. And they cut me. They didn't have Nobby. They just played Tommy. 
they wouldn't play me. That's right. Okay. So so now I get a letter, and a letter from Fox Two. Would you like to come aboard? And then they said, but you have to join the union. So I have a meeting Tuesday evening. Mm-hmm. Look at this him. weekend. Look at this him. weekend. <laughs> but anyways, let's talk about some business, okay? Sears. We, we talked. I want to talk about Sears because you know I'm a retail guy. And I got two. I got a washer and dryer being delivered yeah. that I'm very concerned uh, okay, about. Well, let me tell you the story here and, and what's been going on for a few years. We know that. We know the story. That, okay, so. The basic story. Lampert buys Kmart out of bankruptcy, takes the proceeds from that, and then buys Sears. Everyone thought it was vice versa. But he actually took the money from the liquidation of Kmart and buying Kmart to buy Sears Holdings, or he created Sears Holdings. All through this process, Lempert is a very wealthy man. And Eddie has well, lent. Well, he has an investment company. As an investment company, he has lent the company money, which puts his company as one of the top creditors. So through the bankruptcy, he is one of the top creditors. So he's also involved, but he has some say of what's going on in the bankruptcy. Last year or the year before, they bought some of the Sears buildings, which they thought were the better locations, and they created a REIT, which is a real estate investment company, trust. And they held on to those properties. Big problem for that trust now, that 40% of those holdings that they bought are not paying rent because of the bankruptcy. So now there's some pressure on the holdings company. They'll redevelop them down the road. So what's happening is they need cash to run the company. So they're waiting on loans. Eddie's going to lend them some more money. They're not sure if any stores will be left open for Christmas or what stores will be open for Christmas. I think they'll have the top stores open for Christmas. And then they're saying, will Sears still survive? Um, I'm betting it doesn't. Um, they're looking for a suitor that might take over the stores. But I don't think there's too many suitors that will so take You don't those. see Sears. <clears throat> Let, let's go back in time. Um, we understand the bankruptcy, you know, the general concept of bankruptcy for mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. But do you see in the future Sears opening 5,000-square-foot stores selling certain hard goods? And- They've done it. They've done it already. They've tried. They've tried bedding and appliances. Mm-hmm. I think there will be something with the Sears name existing. Like you said, maybe small stores. They were the largest appliance sales company in the world at one time. Correct. And what happens is, but they've given up names. Kenmore, they've sold off the names. Something will survive of Sears. I don't think the name will be gone. Um, I would see another chain maybe buying their appliance business and saying, hey, if I was Best Buy, I would make a move on the Sears appliance department and really capture the appliance division. Well, didn't Amazon already grab part of Kenmore in the sense that we'll sell the Kenmore products? Distribute it, yeah. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. sell it mm-hmm. and service it through third parties. They did. And, and what's going to happen is... As they do that, um, you know, there's assets, and names are big assets in, in sales. You know, just like I was working to get some Toys R Us stores for some of my clients, and they were holding the best stores, and we realized why. They're reopening them. Correct. They're going to reopen. So, you know, the same thing might happen with Sears. The problem with Sears is their buildings are way, way old, and, and, and you can't. All right. Be- so let's take it into the community. Okay. All right. Okay. So we got a Sears store at Lakeside. Mm-hmm. we got a Sears store at Oakland Mall. Lakeside's closed already, I think. I know, but the structures are there. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Oakland Mall. Yep. Twelve Oaks. Yep. Livonia. Yep. Seven Mile. Mm-hmm. All right. That so, was the number two store for years. You I know. know. What number one store was? The number one store. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't Livonia. Livonia wasn't. So I'd have to go Oakland Mall. In the world. Oh, in the world. Mm-hmm. The number one store in the world. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And it's in Michigan. Nope. 
Oh. Nope. The oh. number one steer, steer, steer sore in the world. Does anyone guess? Anyone guess? Anywhere Tony, put up your w- mic. Anywhere in the anywhere world. Anywhere in the world. Where Sear. was the number one steer store? Probably, I would say, a smaller community. What state? What state? California. Nope. No, no, nope. no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that nope. route. Nope. I would have to go either south, like in Tennessee. Nope. Um, nope. And I'd go north. Nope. Are you going to tell me Wisconsin? Nope. Well, I got away. All right, where? Hawaii. Pardon me? Oh. Hawaii was the number one Sears location for years. And what was the reasoning? Because there wasn't other competition. Oh. Okay, there, there wasn't. So uh, Oahu was the. Well, Oahu's the Los Angeles hub. So that was there. So that was number Sears. Number two and rivaled it was the Livonia location. Livonia. Livonia was very I mean, strong. Livonia was the really first one when you took a look when you drove down as a kid even. The car, uh, the automotive section, the lineup of bays. Yeah, that was huge. They, I mean, they, they were like a firestone. You, you never thought they were They were open Sears. on Sunday, Saturday. They and were Sears open. was an innovator. You know, when Sears catalog came out, you could buy a complete house in a box. Yeah. Be delivered to your site, and you built it. And then was that know, why my parents sent me the Sears catalog years ago? To oh, build they were my they house, were just so good. my own house and move but out. People, it. you know, all around the country. Yeah, all the clothing was bought from there. Um, tools, of course, as we all know. Mm-hmm. And then later on, people don't realize, but Allstate Insurance came from Sears, yep. as did the Discover Card. Yes. So they were innovators, and then lost sight of their core product. Mm-hmm. Would you agree or disagree to that? I agree. Okay, so knowing that their core, pro- what their core product is, or what's left of it, if the- see that's the question of the day: Is there a core product left under the name of Sears? Mm-hmm. You're, you know, it, it. Like I said, it's tough because of the appliances were the, you know, the stable item of, of yeah, what the Kenmore family, and, right. at, and at one time they were the largest um, uh, exercise equipment place too. You know, treadmills, they sold right. more of those than anyone. But it's really because uh, of their charge card, that people had the Sears card and all that stuff that they would be relying on Sears. But there's not much left. They they sold off the tools, which would have been another item. You know, they, they you go anywhere, you can find Craftsman tools now. Uh, I think they sold it off premature because you could have had, you know, the, the tool division. But you know what? I don't think they're looking at it. This wasn't run by retailers. This was run by money people. Correct. And that's so usually the killer every time I that happens. I think they disabled it the right way, the wrong way. They did mm-hmm. it the wrong way. But at the end of the day, it was it was very interesting. But it, if you look at that, and and look at the world of retail, because we've talked about it every now and then, probably every other show. But at the end of the day, um, we'll see what goes on with Sears. The name will pop up somewhere. If it was me and I was running Best Buy, I would just make that alliance with them and say, guess what? We'll do Best Buy slash Sears appliance departments, and you'd pick up millions of customers, millions, because you you could do the warranty work, the people that come in, you'd offer a special. I would. But buy Best Buy is not really, you know, I don't know. I they guess are. Best Buy. They're known for appliances over electronics. No, they aren't. But the fact is, they've expanded that. They've expanded their hard goods and they, the white goods they call it. They right. call appliances mm-hmm. white goods, and they do okay with it, and they could do better with it. If you really want to capture it, then that's it. That's one thing. That people want to touch and feel instead of order online. Or well, I would hope that. so. I mean, we went in, we looked at, you know, you're looking at a washer and a dryer. It's, and everybody mm-hmm. thinks it's very, very simple, but how big is the drum? How, you know, do you want gas or electric mm-hmm. on the dryer? And then the bigger question is, who's going to install it on your behalf? Right. That's, that, that, to me, is probably the most important. 
you know, you could buy the washer dryers anywhere. Who's going to service it? Install well, and service. A, that's becoming big. Because that's the that's, question of the day. That's becoming big. There's a lot of online companies that will install like TVs and appliances right. now. The service business is going to get stronger. But you know, but the service business is struggling because they can't find the 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 individuals to want to come to work for them we'll and learn that the, trade. Well, it comes back to no trade schools. It comes back that the if people really want to get into a business, it's the service business right now, because at the end of the day, appliances aren't going away. And all the stuff's not going away. So the service industry of appliances, I would get into that real, real big because there's really not a lot of cost of starting it up. You know, you need your tools and you need your transportation. And you need the education to understand The education. It. And I think the fact is they've got to look at it. You know, and, and the retail world is changing so much. You know, Amazon and Walmart, you know, Walmart's having their big, big meeting now. And they're going to try to stay ahead. And they want to really get ahead of the digital game. And, you know, they still are the world's biggest retailer. And they are making moves in the online digital business that are amazing. They are acquiring. Have you been on the the Walmart site at all? No, I go in the store. No, no. The Walmart site for products, that are the e-commerce site. Right. It's different from the store site. It's it's totally amazing. You know, you've got higher-end brands, Lord & Taylor. You'll see all these other right. things on there. And, and Walmart uh, online sales are expected to grow 40% this year. 40%. Okay, that's almost you know that's that's a big margin. Uh, they said that their growth will expand by thirty five percent in two thousand nineteen. So they're really really hitting the target of that. They're buying a lot of companies in the grocery store world. Um, my fear is the two biggest giants will be Amazon and Walmart at the end, and then we'll start seeing price increases once they kill everyone else off. So it's going to be so. Very when dangerous. does government intervention come in? Well, I don't think it's happening that much. There was a big report as I was coming in this morning listening to the news and, and listening to things and saying— And that was between, what, 4.30 when you got up mm -hmm. to and Greens to get yeah, your yeah, breakfast? Yeah, 7 o'clock coming here, 6.30. Oh, okay. I just didn't know if you had time to understand all the well, stuff that I, they were I, sharing I, with I you. I actually was wide awake. And <laughs> because, you know, it, it's funny because the article was that bricks and mortar is not dead. It's just reinventing itself. And they have to do the right mix. I've been saying this for years. All right. So I want to talk about it. that okay. because— Brick and mortar is there, and Foreman Mills made a big announcement, um, taking a position in Detroit at Greenfield and Grand River, mm -hmm. and you know it's like people don't realize it's like the last of an indoor mall there, the old Montgomery Wards. So Foreman Mills taking forty thousand. Actually, are they taking the Wards or are they taking the old Federal's building? Uh, wards. Federal's okay. was uh, further down. No, cross street. Oakman, okay. actually, yeah, okay. Oakman yeah. and Grand River, yeah. and. Um, so they're moving in there, and I have a client over there also that's out and never left the area, uh, does a lot of work there. So it's kind of interesting to watch that this that they're coming there, and they're, they have 400 stores, and th they're one of the few companies today going forward in growth. Uh, you want to teach me about them? Because we have a competitor of theirs. I write well, them out of pieces. <laughs> well, I'm just, like, hey, wait, so wait, I know wait, Foreman wait. Mills very well. Well, well you know, yeah. um, I'm just yeah. saying, you know, Foreman Mills, this is, you know, the discount retailer. Um, a new owner brings Detroit shopping back to the, you know, it's bringing it back. And yeah. you're going into an area that has been dormant. That, that Grand River Greenfield area has not been thrill land by any means. I'll argue that point. Well, you can argue it all you want. Okay. Um, but I can share with you uh, some of the things I've seen down okay, there. Okay, let me know. I don't see Grand River, the streets, the, the regular parallel parking street, 
and individual stores opening. This becomes the foothold. Uh, you know, you need you need to have one powerhouse there. You're smiling. We're going to pick this up. I mean, yeah, yeah, I need two minutes to work on this. I'll tell you. Uh, all right. I'm ready for you. So, you know, folks, uh, you're listening to New Radio Media Talking Biz on a beautiful Saturday, and uh, enjoy with the break. Plus, the latest LiftMaster garage door openers and the toughest retractable screens on the market, all by the push of a button. Tarno Doors is celebrating its 50th year anniversary and is the recipient of the 2016 Subcontractor of the Year from the Home Builders Association. Tarno knows doors. Tarno knows doors. As a business owner, you're always looking to save money and cut costs where you can. And if you advertise on radio or television, you know it can get pretty pricey. Radio and TV aren't delivering like they promised, and you're looking for a more reasonably priced way to get your message to the masses? Got an answer for you. New Radio Media. With live streaming and on-demand programming, your message can be seen throughout the day, and you can worry a little less about cutting those costs. For more information, go to newradiomedia.com or call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999. The brain naturally shrinks as you go older. Now there's research that indicates that the rate of shrinkage increases if you drink alcohol. Your brain volume naturally decreases by about 2% for every decade you live. And in the past, scientists have speculated this rate could be slowed with moderate alcohol intake because it appears to improve your heart function and your blood flow. But now, however, the U.S. researchers have found what they call a significant negative relationship between the amount of alcohol that you consume and your brain volume. A study involving nearly 2,000 men and women found a significant difference in the brain volumes of people who were moderate drinkers and those who were teetotalers. And the association was especially strong in women. So the bottom line, say the experts, is that while moderate alcohol consumption may help your heart and blood flow, it offers no protective effect on your brain volume. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. And welcome back to New Radio Media Talking Business. I want to thank Dr. Jim for keeping me healthy. You know, it's the best thing in the world to get up in the morning and know that things are good. And, you know, you get in that car, you drive down to Grand River and Greenfield, mm -hmm, and you're mm -hmm. going, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm down there all the time. I know what's going on. You've done a lot so, of work over there. So, well, so since when are you in the trades? Not the Wait, trades. I was looking for your belt. I was looking for the electrical real tape, the ham. And do you have another union card for this, too? You know, Detroit Real Estate. Um, Grand River and Greenfield had its ups and downs. What was that street called? Grand River. One more Grand time. Grand River and Greenfield. <laughs> Has had a, a it's been a pocket of retail for a long time. You know, the corner of that center, that the problem is, is that was chopped up. It was multi level. Yeah, like a it mini was a Montgomery Ward store. Yeah, that was a mini way mall. back when. <clears throat> Originally owned by a group out of New York that owned it. And it's had, <coughs> excuse me, it's had a lot of owners in the last few years. And now they're bringing Foreman Mills, which I wouldn't say is an upgrade. It's a big store. It's a big store. Uh, we had City Trends over there for years. Foot Locker does extremely well over there. There's the seven-day marketplace over there. Which we have is an like optical store that market. does very well. So I did a lot of real estate for the people that owned a lot of real estate there. The vacant building across the street from the Montgomery Wards has a lot of issues. Herb Strathers owned right. it for years, and they had a bunch of flood and water in the basement, so that's been tough. But generally, the Wouldn't that be a great store for a fitness place with a pool? 
There you go. Go to the lower level. You go got lower level. Got a built-in right. pool. That's right. You walk. They go down the floor and you hey. jump in the, the bottom line. Hey. But it is, you know, Foreman Mills will help that area. They um, they have some good retailers that do there. But it's it's the pocket, and and it actually got stronger once Northland closed because people used to go up Greenfield and go to Northland. Correct. So it it, it will be and it has a strong retail part of the city. But as you know, as as we're pointing out to everybody, this is a pocket. Mm-hmm. This is a small mm-hmm. pocket. Yeah, but retail in Peter is like this. You know, it's it's supply and demand is still there's a still shortage of retailers in Detroit in the neighborhoods. Let's call this a neighborhood. All right, well, let's area. go up, let's go up to Block then. Let's okay. go to Linden and Schaefer. Okay. All right, so over there you have Imperial. Mm-hmm. Beautiful mark supermarket. Mm-hmm. I mean gorgeous. Yep. But all around it is like I mean I have a brickyard. I got rail tracks. Yeah, mini got, storage. You got yeah, the right. Street. Yep. So how how does an area like that bring itself back to life? You know what? Here's the problem, and and this is happening for. Let's talk about the grocery stores in the city. Um, supermarkets. I'd like the term. Yeah. Well, supermarkets. The problem with independent supermarkets today is because some of the big guys like Meyer are coming to the city, and they're doing stores. The independent grocers getting squeezed, and it's not because it's also the big stores. It's the dollar stores that carry food. You know, the Dollar Trees, the Family Dollar, the Dollar General. They have a pretty big food department in their stores. And what happens in, in the city is that a lot of people do smaller shopping. They either get their food, you know, their, 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 their public assistance and all that stuff. So they shop twice a month. But in between, they don't go there and buy big bags of groceries. They maybe spend $10, $20, pick up what they need. And they shop that way because we represented Save-A-Lot for years, and we did dozens of stores in the city. And the climate for grocery stores is really changing in the city and all over in the suburbs, too, because of the competition of the food. Now, is that why in Aldi's today, it does take up a lot of square footage. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a stop and shop, fill up, bring your own bag, fill it up, and go home. Yeah, and Aldi's makes it on their general hard goods. So Could you share that with their def- your definition okay, of a hard good? Okay, so when you go to a store like Aldi's, you'll see their food. And everything else, like garden hoses, barbecues, all that, that's, those are called hard goods. And they're non-food items. And Aldi imports all that stuff direct. And on that stuff, they make what their margins are. Their profit is huge. Uh, their food, they work on very small margins. They're a very good operator, probably one of the gres- best grocery store operators in the world. Um, family out of Germany owns it. They're also related to Trader Joe's. Right. But at the end of the day, they run a great operation. They own the real estate, so they're paying themselves. It's no frills. You pay for the cart because they want you to put it back. It's not that you pay for it. You're renting the cart. but they Correct. want the And it cuts down so the labor cost, back. too. Labor cost. You know, you bring your own bag, so it's no frills because they really work on low margins. Now, their quality of the food is very good for what you're paying for, and people got to look at that because – you know, most private label stuff, it, all private label stuff, is built, grown, and or produced in other factories that you have. You know, if you have Kraft macaroni and cheese, Aldi doesn't go buy and build their own <laughs> macaroni factory. They buy it from a supplier making it for other people. So the bottom line is that they really have quality product there. You don't have, so you don't see 15 varieties of mustard. They have mustard, and so you buy the mustard. Correct. Same thing with the ketchup. Um, they do very well, and they do very well. They now they've been stepping up to go to better areas. And this was my argument with Save-A-Lot for years. A family making 60, 70 grand with four kids or three kids is not getting rich. They're surviving. And they want to save money. So Aldi's finding out 
that it's sort of cool to go to mid-upper areas and, and people will shop there because people are looking to save on everything, especially food. Well, it's going to be interesting because we're now watching this transition of Aldi's uh, mm -hmm. very heavily. Yep. Um, they partnered with Kohl's in certain locations around the country mm -hmm. to take a part of their footage mm -hmm. for Aldi stores mm -hmm. so that um, they can blend right in and have a, the trade market is already there. Yep. And so and now we're watching um, a rehabilitation of a Kmart uh, property in, in the Farmington Hills area mm -hmm. uh, being converted over. And so... We're just the the transitional change in the grocery market is always unique, and um, so we'll look at that. We're going to continue to study it, and it's good to see the transition of buildings being rehabilitated versus sitting vacant. And we know that there's leases that can be, you know, worn out and everything else like that. So um, what can I say? Um, the first hour's gone. What? I'll repeat. The first hour is gone. Um, Where'd it go? I got some wow. messages coming in on the text, which I'll respond to in the okay. next few minutes while we uh, clean up the, and get ready for the second hour of Talking Biz on New Radio Media. So for Paul, this is Peter Perlman. We'll see you shortly. Advertising your business these days can... Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our nine and dine special. Nine holes of golf and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. A gelling agent used in making jams and jelly may have anti-cancer properties. Now, anyone who's ever made jams or jellies is familiar with the ingredient known as pectin, which is a natural fiber product found in most fruits and vegetables. A group from the Institute of Food Research in the United Kingdom found that under the right conditions, pectin releases a molecular fragment that binds with a protein that inhibits cancer growth. And the thing that may make jam and jelly more effective as slowing the growth of cancer than raw pectin is the process used to modify it for use in jams and jellies. 
You see, it turns out that the modification helps to emphasize the release of the cancer-fighting fragment, which is known as Galactin-3. Now, most commercially available pectin comes from the peel or citrus fruits and apple pulp that is processed before its sale. So for now, no one knows if pectin found in unprocessed fruits and vegetables has the same cancer-fighting qualities. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Brackman. And we're back here. It's NewRadioMedia.com. Talking Hi, biz on a Saturday morning. How we, are you? Someone jumped into the studio. Sure did. You know, that famous color from I Ohio. Woke me up. I mean, what does that say on that shirt again? Bowling Green. Bowling Green. Bowling Green. Bowling Green. Bowling Green, ladies and gentlemen, I-75. Did, yeah. did you have Coke this morning? The too? gateway. I, yeah, I was just going to say, that coffee, <laughs> that coffee. Let's do, let, let, wait, can we do it like the sports guys? Wait, let me stop. Like the soccer players. Like the soccer players. Wait a second. Let me, let me talk. <laughs> I got to make a disclaimer, okay? A disclaimer. When he said Coke, he meant Coca-Cola. Okay? Yes, he did. I want to make yes. sure that, <laughs> that no one thinks that my partner's out here doing Coke, okay? You know, <laughs> let's try this again. Ready? He's snorting Coke and wearing a neck bracelet. Green, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, the football team is now on the field. It's a beautiful Saturday down what here the? and beautiful. Keith, then take away the coffee. I, I got Shut it. off I got that it. mic. It's, it's a little loud. Wait, no, no. Really, shut that mic down. Whoa. Man. All right. Okay, can I talk to Ethan for a minute? We need to talk. Well, take, take as long camera, as it's about the three the qualities up. that make you an effective team player. No, we're talking about something else. Take, take the camera off, Peter. Put it on Ethan. We're going to shut Peter off totally off for a minute. Ooh. Put a camera on me, okay? <laughs> All right, let me talk to you. We have a special guest in the, in the studio here. And, Our usual and, guest. What do you mean special? Well, I guess I'm the special guest. That's right. You're <laughs> and, 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 and put a camera on me. There we go. Hey. So here we are. Ethan, good morning. How good you morning, doing? Paul. Okay. How you doing? Good. I want to... I want to talk to Ethan. What are you looking at? <laughs> I can <laughs> walk over and sit over there. You I know what to do. So, have you seen any other substances that he's taken this morning besides the usual? Um. Well, I, I mean, take he, no he, medication, he, Your yeah, Honor. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um. You um, told us you took some medication. I this take morning. my metformin. Did you, he, I heard. I that. take you a vitamin and metformin. Thank you. Excuse me. I take a vitamin. I take a vitamin and a medformin. Keep the camera on me. Forget Paul. That's right. We know who runs this show here. No. I want to ask you in a minute. Camera on me. Camera on Shut Peter's mic off, please. No. Shut Peter's mic off. Okay. No. 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 Okay. Don't look at Tony. Tony, who signed your paycheck this week? Take his mic off. Is that taking away freedom of speech? Yeah, that's yeah, right. It's, it's, hey, <laughs> hey, calm down, folks. I won't talk to Ethan. Shut his mic. No comments. <laughs> so, anyways, he told us both he took some medication. Yes, he did. Okay. Then he drank coffee. Yep. Well, he's hyper this morning. I know. Um, I don't know what to say about that. Normally, he gets up and he's very grumpy since the surgery. And, okay. Okay. Uh, now oh, he's, he's now. Oh, look at his face. Look at and, his face. Uh, <laughs> okay. Not so, now. So now he's were, been um, very hyper it. this morning, and I'm yeah, yeah. not quite sure what it is that. Uh, I know mine was my Coca-Cola, and that's already come down. That's I mean, all ahead. we have, all we have at the house that he'll drink is Coke Zero. Yeah, and he had coffee. That has and, he, and he's saying he had coffee, but um, so I want to talk to you about what's going on. You were away in New York too, and you were doing your thing. Yes, and I want to talk to you about something you're close to. So we're going to detour the show just a few seconds here. Okay. I want to let you know what's going on since you are also in New York. So we are getting ready to talk about sports, and sports is going on really strong. So this week, 
Uh, we're officially signing up to finish the WXC stuff that's going on, the cage match fighting, stuff like that. We celebrated Tommy's birthday and getting closer to something with Tommy, and we have a major sports team that you uh, work with. We can't use the name yet, uh, and a meeting this week. Mm-hmm. So a lot of stuff going on, and uh, it looks like probably mid-November or first part of November the Sports Channel's launching, so I know you're happy about that. And uh, then you will be in this office a lot, a lot of hours and do that. And uh, you've got some ideas. What are your ideas you want to bring? Um, I just had some ideas about how to incorporate um, the sports channel with local high school athletics. Uh, I think highlighting uh, a, a school specifically or a, a team from a school every few weeks yeah. during like a specific season is always a good way to, you know, kind of get the community involved, um, get people that maybe don't have students that go to that school or just people that, you know, want something to do one weekend to know about, you know, possible sporting events that while they aren't professional, they're they're still local. And they're entertaining. They're entertaining and affordable. So I like that aspect, and we'll get into that. And I know he likes it for the (laughs) the marching band. Wait a second. He's a march. Oh, so he's going to be our marching band reporter? Uh, and I don't think we should have him with the marching band people. I, think we I just I just know that he really likes watching it. Whenever yeah. we go to Ford Field, he's like, "Are they having the marching band?" I can today? see that. We're gonna have Peter as our roving uh, marching <laughs> band guy. I can see him interviewing, getting rolled over by the drummers. You know, and Peter's on the ground. <laughs> I'm reporting from West Bloomfield High. <laughs> we just saw the marching band, and there they are. But just want to talk a minute about that with you. Yep. Now, we'll, we'll, now we'll invite our regular guests to the show <laughs> and put the mic back on. Peter, come on back. You want to talk about employment and different things, and what's the Well, story? you know, there are three qualities that make up an effective team player. You know, you're talking about sports, and business is like sports. And so we have to understand that very, very carefully. So one of the things I want to really look at is what makes up a team player in business today? There are three components. And so uh, as we look at that, what do you believe is one of the components, Ethan? Communication. Okay, Paul. Well, I think communication is number one um, in in any business. Uh, very, very important. What do you think, number two, Peter? No, oh, I got the answer. <laughs> okay. Nice try, though. <laughs> okay, come Go on, ahead. give me another one. Uh, you know what? Uh, communications. Well, I th- I think uh, you know trust and the same thing, and I think okay. being prompt and, and being right. on time. So here you go. To be a team player today, communication, I'll let that go. For, that's an automatic in my okay. mind. Okay. Patience. Okay. Okay. You're talking about doctors? Uh, no. Patience. patience, you know, not jumping the gun, being uh, listening to others in that respect. Mm-hmm. How about mm-hmm. flexibility? Yep. You got a whole group of people, and uh, you want to stand by your thoughts and don't want to believe anybody else's. You also be- called compromise. Okay, and then how about reliability? That's what I said. You got to be on time, be reliable, be there, be respectful. Um, reliability is huge, uh, and that's changed in today's society. All right, so let's talk about reliability first, and then let's walk it back a little bit. Okay, um, you're saying it's it's huge, it's changed. Uh, for everybody listening to us today at Talking Biz New Radio Media. How would reliability come into play in this place right well, now? Well, it's not just this place; it's everywhere. You know, all right. It's it's today, and and I'm not and I'm not. Don't people don't take this as not a knock or anything. Years ago, um, it's tough that younger people worked in, and it's not really responsible our people here, but it works out that it's very tough to have people show up early. Um, 
And it's different because younger generations have been taught they can work on their phone and computers, and they don't like to be tethered to a bricks-and-mortar or an office location as much. And what's happening is, and, and this is something I had to get used to, is that they might be working till 11, 12 o'clock at night, and they prefer to work at their own hours instead of being confined into office space. So if they're texting, and once again, we're walking around with computers in our hands that are stronger than any laptop or desktop over generations. So we have a computer at our fingertips, and you can answer anyone 24-7. So the mindset of a lot of younger people is that, you know what, I, I don't want that 9 to 5 uh, I'll give you my eight hours, but it might be where I'm here, I'm there, I'm over there. And what's happening is that people feel like they're tethered to their work. So it's both sides. So being having this communication device in our hand, it means that your employer is tethered to you anytime they want. And I think you've got to really have a, a meeting with your employee before employers before and say, hey, you can work that way remotely for us. We're fine with that. But a lot of people are fighting that. They're They're fighting that. And it's a big issue, and we have a show coming on this network, on the Business Channel, to talk about relationships in the workplace. Well, it's interesting you're bringing that up because a lot of businesses uh, from Reading Wall Street Journal, New York Times, and others are saying that people are being brought back into the office. It's that way Best Buy did that. Best Buy had to lose campus and did that. So they're retreating the other way, but people are fighting that. Well, there are people that won't work at that You know what? They're, they're fighting it, but at the same time, and uh, you can speak on this, Ethan, a little bit, even from an, a, an educational standpoint, um, that they need to be face-to-face -to, -face to share ideas and to communicate. Now, in a class that you've taken in the past in college, you've been given like four or five people in the group setting, yeah. right? So is that group setting based upon face-to-face -face or emails and conversations off-site? I, I mean, it kind of depends on what your group project is like I just had one recently where you know we have a specific topic but everyone had you know like a, su a sub grouping of that topic but I mean nowadays you don't really have to meet face to face you like for us we made a google slides we shared it with everybody so each person could go in at home or on their own personal computer and put in their information, and then the day you present, it's already all on there. But you really never had to meet face-to-face. -face. Now, we did because we had class together, and uh, we were given time during the class periods to work on the presentation so, such. But, so what happens when one of the components, one of the parties, fails to complete their portion? How does that then affect the whole group? Well... It does affect the whole group, but I mean, in this case, like for my group project, it was you had to be able to trust everyone in your group to do what they needed to get done. Like we outlined specifically, you're covering this section, you're covering this section, I'll cover that section. So everybody should know what they need to do. Now, whether or not they do it is really on them, but it does affect the whole group. So you would hope they have the respect to do their best and get their their portion of the project done. but So as a team leader, if you were the team leader and somebody failed to complete their portion, how would you handle that? I mean, in, in, my, in my case, I wouldn't quite put a group project in that scenario because there are times when you have a group of people where 
that they're, everyone thinks they're the group leader. And then you have a time where nobody wants to be the group leader. And this, and this, the old 80-20 rule, you know, the 80% <laughs> of the work's done by 20% of the people. And then in this last, like in my case, I had a group, pro- as I said, I had this past group project. Every one of us were pretty much leaders in the group. So you, you, you all have to kind of take a step back, focus mainly on your part, but, you know, still kind of check in with everybody, make sure everything's, you know, up to where we want it. But when everyone in the group's a group leader, you tend to step on toes. And that can be even worse than everyone being not a leader. So, I mean, it's it's different in every situation. I really haven't run into issues with group projects. But. All right, so turn it to sports for 30 seconds. Um, you've been tied to baseball for a number of years. Yes. Um, um, in a college atmosphere as a, as a student manager of a baseball team at the university. Mm-hmm. Um do you ever do you see players actually becoming the team leaders without the coaches saying you're the captain? In some cases, yes. In some cases, no. I mean, my first and second year at BG for baseball, the students got or the student athletes got to vote their captains in. Now, when the team doesn't perform well, that privilege goes away, and then it's to the coaches on who they believe are the captains. But in that locker room, but in, is, is there a spirited voice? Well, yes and no. I mean, there's guys that will be leaders off the field. And I'm, when I mean off the field, I mean not anywhere near the baseball field or the locker room. Nothing to do with baseball. True, but they're like the, they're the alpha dogs away okay. from... But in in the case of BG, there there were guys that were leaders sometimes, and there were a lot of people that weren't leaders at all. Um, so, but I but I at, at the same time, every school is different, every individual is different. So if every you were, business is different. So if you yeah. were drafting this up, and you were now the the manager of the team for a university, how would you look at finding a team leader? Because it'd be the same in business. How do you find that team leader? I mean, that team leader's got to be 100% committed um, to what the team, you know, what the purpose is going to be for that season. Like, every year it was make the tournament first and then win the tournament. Um, But in the case, you know, you got to be able to, you know, show up. And when I say show up, I mean show up early, put in extra work. Um, You know, if someone does something wrong, call them out in a sense not call them out and like rip them to shreds but if you see like they're you know instead of going 100 percent, they're going like 80 percent. call them out on it you know you got to be giving it your all whether it's practice or a game and um you know a lot of players i think now are afraid to call out their teammates at least at the collegiate level because they don't want to strain that relationship off the field. And they got to realize that on the field, it's your job to call them out. If they're not doing what they need to be doing or if they're not giving it what they should be giving it. Off the field, you know, that's personal issues and everything. But Just like in business. Yeah. 
Oh, it's it's right. It's it got this. We went from a really hot, exciting to a deep conversation. Well, because <laughs> this is, you know, we do that all the time, though. You know, we go from the light and airy, and we dig down, we drill it down. You know, but so you're listening to a a young person's mm-hmm. view of business, and business whether it's in athletics or in the boardroom or in an office atmosphere, is a you know it doesn't change. That's what well, I'm it tra- doesn't change, but there's a, there's definitely a mix. dynamics. There's a dynamic. You're right. The word dynamics has changed. Now Ethan is 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 unique in many ways, um, very logical and very thoughtful in doing that. And I'm not. I want to change the subject in a minute because right it, gets, it gets to a really deep conversation because we have some really great people that work in the company. It really does. We do? When somebody <laughs> wait, wait. When somebody doesn't do we show up. we pay people here? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But we do. Just yeah. not you. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was a Halloween candy there that we go. just yeah, shared well, that they told me what they wanted, so I was off the hook. See why he's not running the whole company by himself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if that I figured that box of Kit Kat. Come get your Kit Kat. If it was his, if it was his uh, position, yeah, it would yeah. be come get your cup of coffee. And your candy, and yeah. you're doing us a candy favor. Candy is dandy, but liquor is quicker, but I know. But what happens <laughs> is, what happens when, when someone doesn't hold their share of hours and time when they come in, the other people get resentful. It's just like you said, and, and on a team and all that stuff, you have to be honest with yourself and your fellow people that work with. And most people, if they talk and they can tell the truth to someone and not hold it back, because what happens, people don't say what they feel and mean, and then it builds up inside them and they get resentful, and then they blow up. And I think you have to communicate. And I think most people here understand. I go by talking to people, say, hey, you guys happy? You know, I, I talk to uh, people that work with us all the time and see if everything's okay, what else they'd like to do in the company, and how things are going. And that's communication. We talked mm-hmm. about communication being one. But it's also respecting your people around you. And and if you feel that 11 o'clock is the time you come in when you're supposed to be at 10 o'clock, then you probably won't last with the company a long time. But you're going to get resentment from the other people that were counting on you to do your job, you know, like a project. It, mm-hmm. it, rely, it, it works with everything. And that's the problem in the workplace. Now, yes, companies are bringing people back home. It was going away for a while. Office space was depleted in demand. The demand for office space is going up because of that. Companies want interaction. They want to say, hey, I want to look at your face. We're having a conference call. It's not quite the same thing when you bring them in by TV or Skype. So, you know, we're going to interact a little bit more in this studio with Ethan and Paul. But first, uh, we're going to let some other people interact on our behalf at New Radio Media Talking Biz. Do you want to see things like this? Did you just say you died? <laughs> well, I mean, technically. Or maybe even something like this. We'll do nothing but destroy your corpses and burn them all for my dogs. Your dogs are gone. And sometimes, a little of this. We need to have a talk. <laughs> I take my axe and I smash it. No! <laughs> and check out Podquesters, the show where we tackle ghoulish goblins, fiendish foes, and dangerous tricks. Oh, like the singer? No, the dragon creature. Anyways, Podquesters, Fridays, only on NewRadioMedia.com. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geekstainment Weekly on New Radio Media. Turtle power! A new Northwestern medicine study concludes that you can improve your overall health and quality of life by doing these two simple things. Spend less time in front of the TV and computer and eat more fruits and vegetables, and that's all. By starting with these relatively small steps, it becomes a lot easier over time to make major lifestyle changes. 
And in many cases, people find that the time away from the TV or computer is best spent taking walks or working in the garden. In other words, when you're not chained to your sofa, you'll almost naturally want to move around and be more active. And that, in turn, helps promote a healthier you. After as few as three weeks of avoiding temptation to sit around, the people involved in the study found that they didn't want to return to their lazy ways, even when they were told they could do so and would continue to be paid for the research. 86% of the patients said that once they made the change, they decided to maintain it. So give it a try. You may surprise yourself. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. And we're back here on Talking Biz at NewRadioMedia.com on a wonderful Saturday morning. I'm beautiful not going to mention Saturday. the weather because no, the, the weather sucks. The weather. The weather's but it's the a fall weather. Day. No, it's a fall day. It's a fall day. My favorite time of the year it's as the leaves season. are changing. U of M Michigan game, which we'll talk about a little bit in a little while. We'll talk about that. We'll take the survey of the studio and who's they're rooting for and doing that. And we'll go there. But we're going back to a conversation, Peter, you started about responsibility in the workplace and topics about the workplace. And we had a really nice discussion about communication and trusting other employees and how you work weather with the other employees. What are the other topics you wanted to talk about? Those right. and the three, the three topics that uh, one more topic. Okay. You know, we're watching an aging community out okay. there, okay. and a lot of the retirees today now are opting for second careers. Yes, you know, they have fulfilled that first career. Mm-hmm. You know, there there was an old rule in business called yeah. the rule of eighty five. Yes. So for the rule of 85, it was your age plus years. Mm-hmm. If it equaled 85, you retired. Right. So 30 years in the, working for a company, uh, you're 55, that's the 85. You retired, you're going to get that pension down the road and everything else. And now what do I do with my life? So now we're watching people coming back into the workforce. Do you know the number one job hiring today for a second career? Go ahead and tell me, because I'm not going to guess this. Receptionist? No. Nope. 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 Go ahead. Home health care. Interesting. Uh, you know, it, it's home funny. Health care. You know, paid paid home health care. Paid home. I want to be very careful. Paid. Paid home health care. You know, it's funny you and say that. And one of the franchises. Now it becomes even a franchise. Uh, and I won't name the name of the franchise. Mm. But they have like... 600 franchises right now. They want to dupl- They want to double that immediately, mm-hmm. and it's all tied to home health care. Well, and you look at that. I know a lot of people that have left retail and have gone to assisting elderly at home and, and being that huge business, and it's, it's gigantic. You know, over the years, I've consulted a lot of people in changing careers and people that right. are looking their second half or third half or really saying, you know what, I've been a you know an accountant for 30 years, and I'm 62 when I want to retire. But I'm not too young to retire. I don't want to stay at home. I want to do something. And it's very interesting because of two reasons people are working longer and changing the careers. One, because of the recession we saw several years ago. Correct. And people lost their homes, and they said, I have to work till I die. Um, and also seeing a lot of professionals that are having a hard time stating that I've got to work till I retire, my kids grow up. But a lot of people, and I've always been this, you know, the average person, and I want to look up this number changed their careers seven times in that's, their lives. That's the average. That's been and, and floating so, around for years and years. So seven times in their life. And I always go back to you really have to enjoy what you do every day. Otherwise, you're, you're not going to have fun. You're not going to put your effort into it. I use the formula, if you love what you do and you do it well, money becomes the byproduct of those two things. 
And I love to buy lottery tickets. Yeah, one point six million. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like you did know, I miss the yeah, boat? Yeah, no, I did. no, no. The they, boat went by again. They lost last night. Yes, they, they did. So it's now a billion, one point six billion. It's just not okay. Me. But here's the deal: if, the if you win, paper. you better show up next Saturday. But at the end of the day, <laughs> with new it, cameras. <laughs> yeah, at the, at the end of the day, the issue is is yes. that you know people look to change their career and love what they do later in life and. You know what? You really do have to enjoy it, and, and healthcare is big and all that stuff. So second careers, third careers, fourth careers, fifth careers, there's a lot of professionals, especially in the medical world, that are getting upset, and they're changing the way they practice because some of them aren't even taking insurance. Correct. You know, they're not taking insurance. There was a doctor on TV the other day that doesn't take insurance, and he charges you $49 a month for his health plan. Right. And you just so buy into a program. It changes. So things are they changing. They started that in Canada when, when when the Canadian government went to national medicine, which mm-hmm. was a great program. Yeah. Um, there, were, there was a list uh, at times that you could not get in and see your physician. Yeah. So uh, some of the physicians opened up, as you say, concierge physicians, mm-hmm. and um, you paid li- like joining a club. And you had a membership. Which, you know, speaking of which, that we have a new show coming up on our health and wellness channel for Holgistics. They're going to be starting in the next couple of weeks, and they have a concierge program of stuff and more natural medicine. So they're going to have some really interesting stuff. And I'm learning more about this as we talk to those folks. And I'm glad you brought that up yeah. because that gets me to the 11 mile Woodward area. Mm-hmm. You know, if I go from 11 mile in Woodward, I go to Royal Oak if I go east. Mm-hmm. But if I go west, I go to Berkeley and Oak Park. Mm-hmm. And driving down that 11-mile road in Huntington Woods to the south, a lot of changes are going on. I don't know if people are really paying attention to a new generation of businesses uh, coming on board on 11-mile road. Yeah, there's a lot. And, and you realize that as these downtowns get bigger, I mean, Berkeley is starting to do a little more redevelopment and the Royal Oaks. And Royal Oak is really crowding itself with four-story, five-story buildings. You go there, and there's a lot of arguments from the old merchants that they're getting pushed out and shoved out. But downtowns are growing. There's a lot of projects going on in Ferndale, but it's happening all over. Well, I know that in uh, Berkeley, um, for those of you that are familiar with a unique beverage called drought juice, Mm -hmm. uh, compressed uh, fresh fruit um, into beautiful glass bottles for you to drink, Uh, drought opened up a beautiful warehouse and manufacturing facility on 11 model. took an old building. It totally gutted it, rehabilitated it, I mean, all the way, and even put a retail outlet there. And they used to be in Garden Fresh in Ferndale. Mm-hmm. They took their spot originally. Now this is a new manufacturing facility. And then even further down, when you go down and you cross Coolidge now and you go to Greenfield, take a look at all of the re- new build- buildings that are being rehabilitated. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing to see this cycle of life, shall we say, um, Taking place. It's not like I'm doing the Lion King commercial, yeah. you know? Um, maybe I need James Earl Jones in the studio. Hello. 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 Uh, uh, James Earl Jones. Well, and he's from, you know, he's in a Michigander. Yep. Bat, uh, bat. Bad Battle, no, Battle no, Creek? No. <laughs> Benton Harbor? Benton Harbor. Okay. Uh, started with a B, okay. <laughs> but you know who else is there as long as I'm off track anyway? <laughs> Sinbad. Boy, this show took a lot. Boy, it's Sinbad. Yes, it I went right the coffee, down. The coffee's coming I down. went right down 94 and got my lost. Coca, my Coca-Cola ended at 9. His Coke, his coffee ends at 9.30. But, you might have to bring us down at the you end. You know, <laughs> um, I got it. I mean, there, there are just so many things going on that it's, it's exciting to see. Um, all of the changes, I and mean, they're positive because mm-hmm. 
11 Mile Road for a long time was like a desolate area. Well, I'll tell you what happened to 11 Mile Road. When 696 was connected, it killed off a part of 11 Mile Road because you had the, the east and west roads, and the mile roads were busy. When 696 connected, mm-hmm. it killed off part of 11 Mile Road from Southfield all the way to Woodward. Right. Because people didn't go that road. But now you have a reinsurgence of you had small industrial buildings there. You had a lot of buildings there. And Berkeley's hot. Berkeley's very hot. You know, Berkeley houses are hot. And people are upgrading and building bigger foot homes in Berkeley. And it comes back to people wanting to live near downtown. The younger people want to be able to go shop and eat in an area where they come home. They don't want to drive all night. Well, our, your brother, Matthew. Yeah, lives in Berkeley. Yeah, um, loves it there. You know, great to pop on Woodward Avenue right there, oh, yeah. and, and everything that's there. And you know, you, Westbourne when they went on Woodward Avenue, you know, really took a foothold to that community, mm-hmm. and the community bought in. And then, like you're saying, Coolidge, when they changed how the parking even worked, you yep. know, the indentation for parking, and then you came back around. Also brought more community life, more walking, more positive walking. Let's put it that way. Look at all the restaurants in Berkeley on Coolidge have popped up in, right. in the so, shops. You know, that part has been great. And, of course, uh, we all buy our furniture from the same people on Coolidge. So uh, discount. Okay. You know, so uh, they, they've been very gracious to us. But, you know, the other thing that helped Berkeley, too, bike lanes. Bicycle lanes are becoming a very unique tool in certain areas. Well, now. because the federal money, and, and what happens it's is, is it's the federal money, and people are looking all over Detroit, like Jefferson Avenue, they put bike lanes up. And they're busy near Corktown, but when you go down to East Jefferson, there's not too many bikes. Well, you know, you got the. I was going to bring this up because Cass Avenue bike lanes are very hot right now. Well, yeah, that would look nice. You know, they, they do. and But it's doing two things. You know, the bike lane does, it, it's, the bike lane was designed to do two things. All right, one, yeah, good on right. But what did it do? It's to establish a new neighborhood. Well, a new neighborhood and to slow traffic down and to make sure that people are safer because bike accidents are way up. Well, we know we, we know that one real well yeah, because yeah. we have a very dear friend, yep. a relative of, yep. of mine that was injured that way just recently. Mm-hmm. But um, as they use bike lanes in other communities, they've defined that if you put a bike lane in a certain area, and I generate it properly, I can establish my neighborhood perimeter. You could. And, 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 one, and, and, and oh, go ahead. No, no, and other ones are wasted. There's one right in front of our building here. Well, yeah. You're, on a, you're on a highway. Seen, this is I've a highway. This I, is that not. was the stupidest stops, thing I've ever seen. It it's a better the, turn lane than the, a bike lane. The <laughs> dumbest thing I ever saw. Farmington Hills elects not to have a third lane down Northwestern Highway, <laughs> but to have a bike lane. Now, this thing has been up there for three years, right? And, I haven't and the seen one. Stacks. I haven't seen one freaking bike and, no. and right outside my window. I have a person I hired to look for bikes. I had to get rid of them because they couldn't find any bikes. The fact is, there's not a bike on Northwestern Highway. You're gonna get killed. People are riding it and is. turning. A, it, it is a very tough yeah. thing. Who's the genius that did that? Well, but that's the whole thing. But you know, Kelsey, and, find that genius. I want to shoot him. Okay. Oh, oh boy! boy. <laughs> well, here you go. Here's your favorite line. Nobody uses the bike lane. I've heard this one a lot, and it makes no sense. Yeah. We often don't see sidewalks filled with pedestrians at all hours, but nobody suggests we get rid of sidewalks. Well, and, and Social that's, you're comments. right. No, you're right, because let me I say know. something. You know, I've been a Detroit fan for more years than most people. When I got into the real estate business over 21 years ago, yeah. Detroit people laughed at me. The greatest sign is started about six, seven years ago, driving to Corktown and seeing all the bikes on the streets. 
Right. Because it was vibrant, and you look what's going on. And, and if you go the DeQuinder Cut, the bike path, there's a lot of bikes. And as it goes, it's great. And a lot of these things and these a lot of these things behind the bike lanes is, is political and, and because the company that puts up the cones and the things for Correct. the bike lanes now bought more trucks and they're in business and they petitioned for it and that's another story. But at the end of the day, it's nice to see bike lanes in the right place. Well, I'll give you one statistic real quickly. The, the MoGo bike sharing program mm-hmm. reached 100,000 rented bike trips in less than five months yep. after it launched in 2017 in the greater Detroit area. Right. So – uh, we love the way it launched, and we're going to launch for a moment because we're going to launch into some special announcements uh, Talking Biz New Radio Media, and we'll be right back. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our nine and dine special, nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Detroit. It's the home of some of the world's most talented artists. It's where techno and Motown were born. It's a city where you can experience raw, untamed rock and roll. I'm Ben Rose, and I'm inviting you to join me weekday afternoons from 4 to 5 for the Motor City Juke Joint. I'll have interviews with musicians, info on what's going on around town, and a playlist curated by me just for you. It's all right here on NewRadioMedia.com. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years. And through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service. And we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. Uh, we're back. Come on. Uh, welcome back. Uh, talking biz with Peter and Paul. And Mary. Can you put on a dress? <laughs> <laughs> you, Mary? <laughs> I tell you, you know, we, 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 we told him he was going to bring us back on, and you jumped right in on No, because he was hesitant. I know, he was looking. Two seconds, we can't have that dry time, you know. I was, I was trying to figure out when in the intro to do it. We give you five seconds of music. How's that? It's good to know. <laughs> it's good to know. So when you have your sports show, you'll know you have five seconds to come in on the music. Is he gotcha. picking on you? No, he, not he at is. all. Not he at is. all. He's picking on you. No. We got. We got to teach him how to be you know, a little bit nicer. We need the kinder Peter Perlman. Yes. We need the kinder Peter Perlman. Or the or, or the fun Peter Perlman. Where did that guy go well, from the eight o'clock? Let, let, let's go here for a minute. We're going Uber somewhere. and Lyft. We're taking over. Are they company. creating traffic uh, tie-ups in downtowns? Well, I, I, I'm going to say you're probably going to say yes. I'm going to say no. 
Okay. My Uber drivers never know how to drive. Give so, me that again. <laughs> my Uber drivers never know how to drive. So, that, I mean, yes, they are probably causing traffic backups. <laughs> is that because they're not familiar with the areas in which they're driving in? I don't know, but I've just had a lot of people who are just very bad. They just don't pay attention to the road. They're too busy on their phone doing their Uber thing and mm. running red lights and okay. not stopping at stop signs and things like that. Well, there's a, a little challenge going on with this in Plymouth, Michigan, for example. The Uber and Lyft drivers are getting very popular down there because of all the restaurants and bars that are on Main Street and that whole area, Peniman and that area. And, it, you know, over time, they're, they're, they're trolling and they're tying up the traffic. So that can be an issue. I know that in New York, um, you can pop that map on for an Uber and you'll look at cars trolling like there's no tomorrow. I mean, you hit that button and just studying uh, the Uber. Well, we took the Uber when we had to go to Battery Park to the museum. We didn't take an Uber. What did we take? Uh oh, we Wait got controversy. Wait a minute. Yeah, what did we, we take? I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Sick that guy wasn't an fight. Uber. He was an Uber driver. They were all Uber drivers. The buses took us back, but the Ubers took us down. Not Mike, my driver. I know. I know not Mike, your driver. Yeah. I don't think that guy was an Uber driver. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, yes, yes. Anyways, but no, we we did take Uber uh, the previous trip in New York. Oh yes. The thing is, though. And I don't know why people want to drive in New York. I don't know <laughs> well, why they want to drive. Well, that's a suicide. I mission mean, yeah, you, you could have a car two inches from you, and you both are like going almost in the same lane. It looks like. Well, we're not going to let you drive in New York. How's that? Good. Good. All right. So, Paul. Oh, welcome um, back. Welcome Hi, back, Paul. Yes. You know, okay. <laughs> no, I'm letting you do your daily thing. <laughs> okay. So, are you familiar with the um, Echo? You know the Echo. Yeah. Very well, familiar. All right. Is the Echo the new uh, voice of America? Well, there's a lot of devices like the Echo. Here's here's the issue on that, and we deal with that because of audio-video issues, and we're making stuff just audio for new radio media because of all these devices in homes and people on demand doing that stuff. What's going to happen in the electronics world that you never know if one thing's going to work or another thing's going to happen because electronics change so quick. And you have the Echo, you've got other devices, and the other thing is you have to have things written for that. There's software behind it. There's a bunch of things with it. So is it going to be it? I don't know who's going to be the it thing. I mean, everyone's got their thing. Amazon's got their thing, like I said. You know that 40 Echo. million people today have a voice-activated device? I know that. And it, but the thing is, Peter, is is it going to be updated or is it going to be intertwined with your TV next? Because there's TV manufacturers going to be putting the device in it and changing it. So, you know, it it's, it comes down to, like, the 8-track videos and, like, what's the format, VHS. I or have so my 8-tracks. So. Yeah, I have my VHS. I know you do. I know. I even have my cassettes. I know that. I know that. And when I worked at another radio station back in the 70s, mm-hmm. I recorded Apollo 13's Tragic Mission at the time all on tape, which I still have the original, not the movie version. Well, the bottom line is, will the echo, you know, the, the verdict, the, the jury's still out on this thing. Which is going to be the number one thing? Because you know what? Amazon created a phone which flopped, and they had other things. Echoes are there, and we watch this. We watch it, what formats and where you send the device and information. It's also a lot of people are still worried, is Big Brother watching and is someone listening to devices? And there's been a lot of issues. Ethan's going to say something. I know you. I'm waiting for him to say, Alexa, what do you think about Paul's comments? Well, no, all I was going to bring up is the, the fact that not only are individual like electronic companies or manufacturers coming out with these things, but I mean even cable companies. You got 
I think Xfinity, you can talk to your remote to pull up a channel or a show on demand. But uh, specifically with all those types of things, I'm pretty sure in their uh, disclaimers, anything that you say to it while it's on is automatically recorded and saved into the device for voice so, recognition. So, while, yeah. Yeah. so and it's scary because if you look at this, um, as society changes in electronics, and, and once again, we're part of the disruption of media. We, we know that streaming was where it was going to be, so we're part of it. Mm-hmm. And we've got to choose which devices we're going to cater to. And it's very difficult because it changes all the time. We're designing our new app right now and our new website, and, and you know we're going to be playing well with Hulu and Roku. They're gonna, we're going to have stuff on them. So you got to figure out, and it's, so, it's turning so fast. You know, it's, it's turning fast. I mean, I have an appointment that I, Infinity, I have a therapy appointment with my remote because we have arguments. And it's, it's. So, with, so let me ask you something. Now. You know, so you've got this. Ele- oh, all right, kids. All right. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Someone's going to. talks hold. back to I, me. I, I got to hold court here for a minute. Darn remote. So do you have an Alexa? No, 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 no. I have a Diana. That's my mom. I know. Okay. I have an Ian, that's my son, but no Alexa. In my no family, Alexa. No. Okay. No. So we've gone into homes, and in you'll neck. hear people say, you know, Alexa, play this song, or Alexa, mm-hmm. answer the phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. Alexa, do this. Now, just imagine if the hacker gets in and all of a sudden controls your house. Well, and that's the issue. Same thing with electronic and autonomous vehicles. There's going to be people crashing cars because they can, they can think it. Just imagine that you walk into a friend's house. And earlier, the husband said, boy, that Peter's an a-hole. And all of a sudden, it plays back saying that. It's like a parrot. Yeah, yeah. So, so, <laughs> so right, Peter right. Yeah. And yeah, they yeah. connect your house to all of these things. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, everything, your lights, well, yeah. your you heating, know, your yeah. air, everything. You know, next thing you know, Amazon's going to sell leads to robbers that they can open up the locks <laughs> in your home and say, hey, you know, it's it's a changing world. And we either embrace it or we don't embrace it. But at the end of the day... It's changing, and and what's happening is is there's a lot of people that stay in their old lanes and will not change, and they have a right to do that. But what's happening is is that, you know, when I first got my last car, uh, my son brought a CD in the car, and there was no player. Well, we got a 19. We just got a 2019 yeah. car. We got a CD player. Well, because you can offer that option, but the fact is CDs are disappearing. Okay. Yes, okay. Are. Thank you. They're yes, gone. They they're gone. No, they're not. They are gone. So <laughs> My 2000s car doesn't have a CD. Okay. You have the A track. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But 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 they're gone. And what happens is is that MP3s and all the players and stuff. It, it's digital. It's digital. So there are reinsurgents of obviously al- uh, albums have come back. Yeah, and vinyls coming back. We strong. know that real well. But at the end of the day. All these devices, Alexa and every other device, and there's probably 50 devices out already. It's coming out of the format. The problem is is there's so much different programming and software behind it that there's millions, if not billions of dollars being spent guessing which format it is. And that's going to be constantly changing. Now, that also keeps the best buys of the world busy because of the new technology. Are they busy or are they just knowledge rooms? You know, I guess I want to be careful on they, that term. They're you know? both, Peter, because what happens is is that you know when you price shop and you price match, and so it's a very dangerous thing. Walmart had to raise their online prices because they were hurting their in, in-store sales. And the balance is going to be stronger and stronger that a lot of people, including some younger people, are saying, I don't want to lose the in-store experience. I've been buying online. The, you know what? I want to go to the store and browse 
Well, that's where the retail numbers this year have been pretty strong, actually, in the stores that are doing well. Um, so the experience is, is changing. But back to electronic devices and Alexa, that's where we started. The fact is, is that people, 40 million people have embraced, you know, they have the, the device. The question is, is that the format? And also price drops. So you might have paid, how much are Alexas? Oh, I think they're like three, four hundred, maybe. Okay. Like for the like are the they? home one, maybe. Are they? Okay, they have. No, they're. I. I mean, I. There's I, different versions. Yeah, right? there's different there's, versions. There's mini, I. Uh, I think like the smallest is probably around, uh, probably around fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. That's, that's the Echo, okay. right? The that's little desk. Yeah. Well, the small, the smallest one. I think they yeah. The dot. Okay, so the the, the, the dot. dot. Yeah. Well, the dot. But yeah. the question is, once again. At fifty dollars, it's disposable. When the next better one comes out, you're going to buy the next thing. And and so the question is, what is the next communication device, voice activated device in your home, and whether it's going to be even in your home, and whether it's going to be on your watch because the smart watches get smarter, whether it's going to be on your phone because what's going to happen is they might incorporate it on your phone because a lot of the software is on the phone already. So it's changing. That's what keeps the world exciting. Okay. And that's I have a on. correction to, to, by the way, just mm -hmm. for Mr. Perlman's edification. Mm -hmm. I just got a note. Yes, it was an Uber driver in New York that took us to the museum. So you can't argue with the uh -huh. the person that wrote Here this. Here we are. Welcome ho, ho, to Talking Biz. Ho, ho, the Perlman's Well, we know who your source is. <laughs> you okay. better know. That, that's, that's not, you know, even okay. negotiable. Okay. Um, I'm just telling but, you. Ethan, you want to sleep over tonight? Did They're you want breakfast? You. They're ganging up on you. I know they are. Yes. But there was no identification of this person being an Uber driver when you get in their vehicle. What are you talking about? What do you? What he do you had mean, a sticker. He had that little Uber. Little, no, he little, didn't. Uber no, he didn't. This big on my microphone. Yes, he no, he had a medallion number. Oh, medallion number. Uh, front Welcome with to him. New York. But he did not have. All right. An Uber ticket. So, anyway. Moving along. Are you guys now, done? Are you guys no, done? No, here comes the headache <laughs> we, now. We, we okay. could make wait, a wait, whole we, show. No. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. we're going to come back to the, we'll, we'll come back to the Bickersons okay, later. Go ahead. <laughs> now, <laughs> so you have this wonderful electronic device, mm -hmm. and now it goes defunct. It's dead. You know, it died. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. How do you get rid of it? Well, you have to have a proper funeral. How do you get rid of it? Well, here's the thing. I, I'm going to tell you why. That, this, uh, this you, know my, my, you know why I'm doing this. Well, I'm going to tell you why. I have a rental car. And I'm going to have it for two weeks. Did I want to populate my email, my phone numbers in that rental car? My question okay. of the day. So I know you're going to say is the information that's on that Echo device, do you rip out the memory card and you destroy it so it doesn't happen, right? That's your you thought. You got it. Thank you. So what happens is is a lot of people that turn in their two-year lease car, they don't realize what they left on the hard drive on the dash. Thank you. And so what happens is... The next person comes up, and they have your phone book on the car. So these dealers have to learn to wipe that stuff out. Thank you. So now here you have the Alexa. You have the little dot. You have whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. It ages out. You throw it in the garbage. Mm -hmm. I get all the history. I get all that intellectual property mm -hmm. that you've done that. And this is one of the things we always talk to uh, businesses about all the time what do you do with the printers you know they mm -hmm. die you go get a new one what'd you do with the old one because of the hard drives yep so it, all the electronic there. world um is changing dramatically and I'm, I'm just bringing this all out because there is a concern mm -hmm. you know everybody says well i don't want to lose my personal identity mm -hmm. you're giving your identity away 
as soon as you use an electronic device. Well, but you can't. You can't. Stop I know. I understand. You can't stop you progress know. or anything else. I'm you, just you sharing. Can't, you can't stop progress. You know what? Let's do this. We only got a what, few minutes. What left. do you want to do? We're taking a break. Yeah, another, we're gonna another yeah, minute. Another coffee. Yeah. I got a couple things. Well, let's bring it back local. You got some thirty arguments. seconds. Well, you know what? I, I, you guys 30. okay with the Uber driver? I know this is. Yeah, yeah he got the note yeah. from his. <laughs> he got the note <laughs> from Carrie already. I got a text. A friend of mine, Michelle, says you can sleep over her house tonight if you want to leave the house because you know there's something rough going on at the permit. <laughs> Anyways, you've been listening to Talking Biz on NewRadioMedia.com. We're going to take a break so we can play for the pay for this argument. Pay, pay. <laughs> we'll, catch you. we'll see you in about two minutes. Plus, the latest LiftMaster garage door openers and the toughest retractable screens on the market, all by the push of a button. Tarno Doors is celebrating its 50th year anniversary and is the recipient of the 2016 Subcontractor of the Year from the Home Builders Association. Tarno knows doors. Tarno knows doors. As a business owner, you're always looking to save money and cut costs where you can. And if you advertise on radio or television, you know it can get pretty pricey. Radio and TV aren't delivering like they promised, and you're looking for a more reasonably priced way to get your message to the masses? Got an answer for you. New Radio Media. With live streaming and on-demand programming, your message can be seen throughout the day, and you can worry a little less about cutting those costs. For more information, go to newradiomedia.com or call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999. The brain naturally shrinks as you go older. Now there's research that indicates that the rate of shrinkage increases if you drink alcohol. Your brain volume naturally decreases by about 2% for every decade you live. And in the past, scientists have speculated that this rate could be slowed with moderate alcohol intake because it appears to improve your heart function and your blood flow. But now, however, the U.S. researchers have found what they call a significant negative relationship between the amount of alcohol that you consume and your brain volume. A study involving nearly 2,000 men and women found a significant difference in the brain volumes of people who were moderate drinkers and those who were teetotalers. And the association was especially strong in women. So the bottom line, say the experts, is that while moderate alcohol consumption may help your heart and blood flow, it offers no protective effect on your brain volume. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. That doesn't speak yet. It's my turn. <laughs> well, I, no, I, no, wait, no, wait no, 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 no. Kelsey's got me on. I'm no, on the camera. I'm on the I camera. got a camera. Yeah, but I, I got here. a camera. Hey, Kelsey, shut his mic off again. Hey, welcome <laughs> back to Talking Biz. You just Community missed the, time. the oh, last 15 minutes of the uh, the Perlman family arguing about the Uber drivers and upper Uber and lower Uber and all that stuff. But let's go back to Detroit. I want to talk about Detroit for a little you bit. You don't okay? want to go to Staten Island? No, let's go downtown, and, and there's been a lot of controversy. All right, the, let's go the to the Pistons I- started their first— uh, And they won. They won. They won. Their won. First, but here's the deal. 103 to 100, right? When's the last time you've been to Little Caesars Arena? We haven't been there yet. Never. Okay, so I'm going to have you guys. You've been there. I've been there several times for concerts, to, games, right. and everything. Well, you so, got those free tickets. No, I got tickets. They ain't free when I go. <laughs> they ain't free when I Whoa. go see Little John. I, you and, uh, you tell me you didn't have that microphone from Channel 2? No, no, Hi, no, I'm Paul no, Benjamin, no, Channel no, 2 no, News. No, no. So and if you've been down to Little Caesars Arena, and, and this is at preseason, there were more cameramen than there were people watching the Pistons. 
But there's been a lot of controversy that the person who goes down for a preseason game had to pay forty five dollars, forty dollars for Excuse parking. Me. Did we not do this for football? I'm the just same saying. Way? I'm saying that. So the fact is, is that there's a big argument that you know what that the average person can't afford to go to a sporting event downtown and even concerts and such. So, you know, Little Caesars Arena is a beautiful arena. Um, they had to change the lower bowl seats to black so it shows up less of red seats right. for less people watching the game. So when are these people going to realize that the Who are these people? Who are these people? The owners of the teams. Okay, just want to make sure we understand. The owners of the teams are going to have to realize that, you know, this is supposed to be family entertainment. Well, let's go back a little bit. Okay. At the Detroit Tigers did. Mm-hmm. They realized that they came out with a package. Right. Okay, for okay. that. Uh, the Lions have now done that. Early on, you come in, you can get the package for the hot dog, the beverage, and stuff. Okay. Very inexpensive. Right. Or right after the game, also they have right. that. And for you, the Bloody Mary for five bucks. Okay. No, they do. They do. Not with the salami straw. Those Excuse are, those me. Are, those are, <laughs> are $13, my friend. Okay. Moving right they along. They have the smoke stick, now, which is hollowed out in the middle. That's here, your straw. It's really good. All right, now One here, of the best here, Bloody Marys. Here's what we're missing. Kishka. That, too. There is no transportation from the suburban areas where a bulk of current um, spectators come from. Mm -hmm. I'll do it that way. Mm -hmm. Patrons come from. Where you could park and ride, get on the bus or whatever, be dropped off 30 minutes later, go to bus number 123 or whatever, or buses, Mm -hmm. get back on a bus and go back for 20 bucks. Make it a 20-buck round-trip ticket. Like instead of parking down there and okay. moving the people, that alone would invite more people, I believe, to go to the event. Well, I get the ticket with you. price. No, I get the ticket price completely. And then when you're at the event, there do has there has to be a more consumer friendly concession system. I agree. I agree. You know, there, the one thing I did, we went to Elton John the other night. Put on a great show, you know, the Goodbye Elk Road right. Tour. And there, I went and Ian got a burger and fry. And it was really reasonable, 10 bucks for a nice burger and fries. Well, what did we do when we went to the game? We, all right, at the Lions game, you got yeah. your big boys to stand. Yeah, but well, that's it even— was, it was the beverage, it was $22. So yeah, but was, that's a little more, okay? But, right. the, but the bottom line is, is that sauce. there was complaints, and, and people look at this and, and say, what's going on? So, all right, so what's I going agree on? with you. So, so what, what, they, what do? they should do, and, and you just had a great advice, they should have buses uh, or transportation to bring you to the game and also, maybe you put a food package. So for thirty dollars, you get Whatever. transportation and you get, you get fifteen bucks worth of food. Yeah. And it's reasonable. I mean, you're thinking about it, but you know they're wondering why these seats are empty, and and people aren't coming down. One, the team looks good this year. I went to two preseason games and they look strong. You know, even for preseason, they were games to watch. But at the end of the day, um, they've got to watch that. And the packages, you want to fill up the seats, make a family of four package with food and everything. Maybe. 60, 80, 80 And don't put them in the nosebleed No, either. no, no, because you have the seats. Right. Okay, fill up the lower bowls. They should. They have computer systems. They right. know what they know it's open. They know it's mm-hmm. open. And just, you know, fill up the lower bowl, and then if the next bowl so goes up down 10 Well, bucks. what I'd really like to see, like we used to do at Cobo Hall when I was a kid, yeah. is you bought the ticket, excuse my pricing here, okay. for like $1.50. Yeah. We sat up high, and then you walked down. What I'd like to see the sporting uh, facilities do, you buy what we call – the XYZ general admission ticket for XYZ dollars. Mm-hmm. Call it $10. Yep. But when you hand it in, when you walk in, the guy says, okay, as long as we have open seating down below, 
we're going to give you these seats. Well, these ushers aren't trained that way either. Well, no, you know, they're, they're, not, like, well, they're, they're like they're not Gestapo, They're know? not the Disney Don't usher. they do that at Comerica Park, too? Yeah, yeah, they, the they, do. yeah they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So, you know, you start to look at it that way. You start to fill in. And, you you know. Well, and, you know, we're, and we're you not, know what seats aren't sold already. We're, so. we're planning some major events, you know, with the well, we know. with the MMA and, and WXC. We're going to be doing the production for them. And we look at tickets and we look at things. And then we're also going to be planning fights with Tommy Hearns. And Tommy's coming on board to do a lot of things. And actually, Tommy's going to be doing a show here, a boxing show, relatively soon. But we talk about that and we talk about events because they want to sell beverages. They want to sell everything else. And the goal is to fill the seats. And if they fill the seats and then people come and they do better product, then they can inch it up. But the prices they're charging for everything else is horrific. It is. It's it's unbelievable. And you know, you can figure that a bus rental down and back is six hundred bucks. Yeah. All right. So you know you got f- fifty two seats on that bus. Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy to do the math for yep. profitability to yep. pay for the driver to yep. pay for fuel. So you know, Paul, it, it's kind of like this already. Uh, Time has flown by. The two hours, uh, Ethan being in the studio with us. No, we had about 45 Uber. minutes of who was Uber well, or not. Well, who was so. Uber or not <laughs> Uber. You know, to be an Uber or not to be an Uber, that is the question. Yes. But, is um, that the answer? No, that's just the question. Okay. Uh, we'll never know the answer, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. And so you're off and running, I see. You're already closing up the laptop. I have a trip to Royal Oak. I have meetings this morning. I've got to head to Royal Oak for a meeting. And, right. uh, and if you're in Royal Oak, stop by And we'll be in Ann Arbor tonight uh, okay. for a little family uh, get-together. Okay. And we didn't talk about the Michigan-Michigan State game. We wanted All right, to... real quick, okay, real Ethan, quick. who's going to win, Michigan or Michigan State? Who do you want to win? No, who, who, no who's going to win? Come on, time's <laughs> Who's going to win? Uh, I believe Michigan will win, but I think it will be very, very close. I want okay. State to win. State. I want State to win. State, They're going to win. State, 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 All right. I want State okay, to win, want State, but, but I think Michigan, Michigan wins. So from I the State of Imagination here yeah. at New Radio Media Talking Biz, for Paul, for Ethan, I'm Peter Perlman. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week. Wow, it's over? It's over. Wow. Look at that.